Rebecca ran into somebody that was passing out COVID vaccination, like passports or whatever, like yeah. the slips, but it was from Jesus Christ. <laughs> you were vaccinated by God. <laughs> yeah, no joke, dude. Oh, I oh, swear. Going uh, to a concert, show well, them it that, said, I'm good. It said that... God has came inside of me, is what it said. And then, yeah, like, and I was like, oh, that's kind of wow. a little sexual, but whatever you want, like. To each his own. Yeah, to each his own, so. Uh, are we live? Are we recording? We're good. We're yeah. good to go. Boys are back in town. Yeah. Yeah. Feels the boys good. are back in town. Feels good. Uh, uh, it's been a minute, boys. I know. Uh, what, five years, probably? At least. Well, since we've done one in per- yeah together, I mean yeah. I've seen you guys. Since Some people then, might not but... even know the history of this podcast. Yeah, we used to. True ones do. We used to do it on my brother's lawn. <laughs> yeah, farm. Yeah, yeah. And we went to your house for a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we went online, and we don't even do video anymore. It's just no. to hear each other. Yeah. Well, we don't do video because of somebody's yeah, internet. internet. But <laughs> right now, where I got a good setup at SW3 Studios. What are we doing today? I guess we should break it down. I die. What do you What do you guys think? Is Is this new? Yeah, that's that's a new one. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I say- was actually. Stop, I was digging it. Okay. They, they got. They, it seems like they lost a little bit of that twang that I don't like. Yeah, they only had that for like. Well, it comes in here and there, but they haven't really been doing it like that for a while. It was while. like pretty old school with those. Like, I was just chords. Dude, right. I was yeah. just gonna say it. So that's all. Show like it was new or <laughs> not? Because it sounded like it was fucking from early two thousand. I know. Well, the production so. was definitely there though. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't usually go with like a breakdown breakdown. Yeah. You know, that was like a good old school breakdown. Mm-hmm. But I figured, you know, we're talking about between the bury me this. <laughs> week yeah let's keep it you know throw some something else but i got in a big every time i die mood the other day yeah i think it was because this all three new singles man i'm pumped for this new oh, album so it's not out yet no but i'm i'm pretty down for it i don't know if it's i don't know if a lot of people like every time i die in like the metal world but yeah. fuck mm-hmm. it man I mean, there's just a couple CDs I still enjoy, but see, like I never listened to them after. I forget. I don't even remember the album. Gutter Phenomenon probably is the one. Well, Elaborama, the one that like we all used to listen to way back, way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With like Romeo Go Go and all that. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, hot damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So like that was the only album I ever gave a chance to. Yeah. Oh. And you whenever you would put them Still on, good. it would always be hit or miss. So like some songs I would like, some songs I would they hate. They got good parts, so, but like yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's too cocky for me. Yeah, but like, See, I, I've that always one liked was okay. it. Like it, it, it doesn't yeah. feel cocky. Live, they get a lot of shit because they do like Warp Tour, you yeah, know. Yeah. But they don't give a shit. I like it, but I thought of that on the way over here. I didn't have a breakdown ready. And I forgot. So there it is. So I guess we'll break it down though. Yeah. What are we? Uh, what are we doing? We uh we reached out to our Patreon. Oh wait, actually we're gonna go out and talk about. Are we officially reviewing those or no? We're gonna talk. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna, we're we're a couple albums we're gonna talk shit about. On some albums. Yeah. Shoot the shit on some albums. Yeah, so <laughs> pretty big bands. It's not a review. No, yeah, it's not a review. I'm yeah. getting. I don't think we should do too many official. Yeah, just talk shoot the yeah, shit on it. Yeah, just talk the shit. I mean, do you want to talk about the concert? Yeah, we should oh, talk yeah, about you yeah, went to BT okay. Bam. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Okay. We're gonna talk about the BT Bam a little bit at least. We got the new Carcass album. Carcass. Yeah. What we're listening to. What's the discussion topic we're doing? Yeah, we reached out to Patreon and uh, Phil from Phil's Breakfast Metal. He had an awesome topic, and it kind of fits because we're getting together like five years after like we really mm-hmm. been together. He's mm-hmm. like, he asked, "How are your musical tastes changed over the last five years?" Yeah, like what you listen to before then. It is good. Yep, now. yep, yep. Which is it's one of those things I think about all the time. Like I'm like. Can't believe I don't listen to this band before. Like, well, I know I never would have listened to that five years ago. You know, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Good so, point. I guess that's it. Oh, and then uh, I did a couple of interviews recently. So the one on this one, uh, it'll be Aaron from Wolves in the Throne Room. Okay, mm. this dude, this is a good interview. Well, Pause. I'll take this back. Mm-hmm. This is either you're either going to be into this or it could get really boring because we only talked about music for like the first five ten minutes. Okay, it comes in a little bit, but. I don't know if you guys know about Wolves in the Throne Room. They're an atmospheric black lot. metal yeah, band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big time and nature vibes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, like big time. And you know how you know how I am with yeah. like yeah. nature and yeah. hiking and what, everything outside. So we went very deep on like everything nature. And he's like he's like spiritual, like not religious, but like like the, like mm-hmm. the trees are a lot. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was a good conversation. Now, did he like tie it in like how it like influences them? It and, definitely you know, did. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, they write like, he, like they take influence not from like other bands. It's mm-hmm. like the trees, the vibration of the trees, <laughs> the mound, like all that. Like that's why I love them. It was an interesting conversation. I had a lot of fun talking. We got deep. So even if you don't like that band, I would say give it a listen just to hear this guy because he's got some good perspective. That's one of those bands I need. I need to put him on the well, list and just. That's dive what into I was just going to ask. So same, you know. I mean, t- on talking about that band, I know that they have a single or an album coming out. It's out now. It just it's came out, out now. Okay, how is that? Oh, dude, I was I didn't want to bring it up because we got the interview because I talked about it in there, but it's fucking good. This like, one's a little bit different than their older shit. It's a little more like big sounding. Okay, because like, I, I seen it come across, and then I you know I I mean I saw dude, the I emails about like the it. interview, and that's why I was like, oh, let me I'm gonna try this out. Yeah, I think so, okay. the way you the shit you've been listening to lately. Okay, I bet, I bet it's right up your alley. All right. It might get awesome. a little slow here and there. They go a little doomy at times, but mostly it's. But that's fine okay. though. If it's if there's you know if it's that ride, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Peaks and yeah. valleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, what we're listening to? Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's dive in. What did you bring today? Five. <laughs> you can go ahead. I got three. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk a lot on them because I, I you know I was off all last week uh, on vacation on a road trip, so I did not have a lot of time to listen to stuff. So some of this is from before. Mm-hmm. Some I just kind of you know. I didn't get a lot of time to research this shit or anything like that, but fucking uh, play the first one. I don't know what I have in order, so we'll find out.
uh, opinions? Good. I don't know if I like the psychedelic parts, though. Oh, really? I don't know if I... It kind of loses me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of digging it, but I just need to listen to more. Like, it's I a hard know what was to gonna, get it like, yeah. How long is it going to be like that for before it goes back into the normal? I was I digging the, the filth. Uh, or the it might filth, go back in a little bit of heaviness. It might be the end, though, of that song. But oh, that's okay. um that band Warflurge. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They're on Crip Fest. They're yeah. on that Crip Fest. And that's actually where I saw them first. I'd heard the name a few times and never checked them out. But Now, is all their stuff like that? Yeah. So their old stuff doesn't have all that like the doomer okay. psychedelic type stuff. They're pretty big on like bolt thrower, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you can still like that's still pretty big. But um, I I heard this single and I went and asked for the album. So I, I've been listening to this new album that comes out. It might be out by the time this comes out. I think okay. September third. So probably next week. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this might be yeah, out by yeah. then. But um, they add, they added a bunch of like psych. This well, it's called uh psychedelic realms of hell so okay. that one's celestial so, mycelium so there's lots of mushroom vibes going on on this one but i don't know man i, I like that because it kind of like they do very much like the old school yeah, yeah. mid-paced bolt thrower all that kind of shit but i like that because it like it gives it, it it separates it from some of the other stuff the drummer's a singer right like yeah. the main dude yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. it's pretty fucked live <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah. live they do that oh yeah oh fuck yeah they run that ken's death metal oh yeah yep and uh dude it's good i don't know like it's it's like i said it separates itself just a little bit with the psychedelic shit mm-hmm. so instead of just being everything you know whatever no i'll check it out because i was really impressed by them that was one of those bands i never even heard of yeah and a couple of our patreons recommend like check their set out and then it was really good yeah I, high recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Who's next? Chad, you been listening to anything? I got one, so you go next. Okay. Um, alright, let's go with the filth still. Speaking of bolt thrower, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the beginning at least, I know. I feel like I know this, but you I, did. You, you commented. It's a hedonist. Yeah, yeah. I yes, thought so. That demo intro. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing I could guess. Canadian death metal band, dude. I don't know. Just like besides, uh, besides Enfleshment, <laughs> demo of the year for sure. Like, <laughs> dude, it's so good, dude. It, it, I like, bought that thing immediately. Yeah, and I was like, 
I found this one too. And I was like, oh, dude, I can finally show something to the group. No one knows. And like, seriously, like five <laughs> minutes before, like Jake, I think, posted it. And I was yeah. like, God Aww. damn it. Like, <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything now. Dude, that's the way it I was goes. like, oh, dude, I got to get the home <laughs> post There's this. no hope. <laughs> yeah, that's a good demo, man. It is really good. Just, like every dude, song has one of those bolt thrower leads yeah. in it, but they don't stay on bolt thrower the whole time. No, no. You know? It's very, uh, it's dismember in some parts with those melodies and like those mm-hmm. big, like epic mm-hmm. melodies. Um, bolt thrower for sure like i hear like autopsy like yeah. dude it's like a mixing pot nothing special but it's just really good yeah but it's good. and that sound is like spot on yeah, yeah. dude mm-hmm. i can for a demo mm-hmm. was like five songs right something like six that. i think yeah and it's I, I don't know if it's name your oh. price but it's pretty cheap if not it might be five bucks or something uh name your price i actually yeah. just bought it because i had to for the clip i forgot to buy buy it but yeah i bought that one dude so right away it, uh, oh sepulchral lacerations so hedonist hedonist from canada lacerations yep that's the name of the album yep yep that's fucking good dude that's some really good shit yeah name your price go buy it i mean fucking hell i that's kind of shitty though because i feel like a bunch of people are just gonna throw like 50 cents at them see i always do like a dollar song yeah that's what i like i bought it for six bucks yeah 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 yeah. sometimes i'll do less only if like if i wouldn't buy it like there's no way i was gonna buy it normally Mm mm-hmm but it's name your price. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna give you two bucks. I'm gonna listen to this a couple times, and maybe only. That's yeah. it. Otherwise, dollar sign. The only the only time I usually do it, like if it's digital, and I know I'm gonna buy the physical, like that at too. some point, like that I too. will just give them a couple bucks. Yeah, but. yeah. So I like, like name your own price. Is mm-hmm. Bandcamp still doing the free shit on Fridays? They took it away, and I think they're doing it again now. I don't know if it was like a one-off week they did it, but I heard. Uh, yeah, I did see that yeah. too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're keeping it going. Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. Want me to do another one then? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can do another one and I'll join the next one. Okay. This one's going to be a little bit different. Just number two? Yeah, mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Fucking raw. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say stand raw? Raw. <laughs> it's a raw recording for yeah. sure. Might be a little much for maybe someone, but that band is a causal intrusion. Oh, I'm not even look it up. Look, you could find them on um, iVoidHanger Records. Okay. 
makes sense if you know that label. A little fucked up, a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Is this a demo? No. Oh. It's a full it's length. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little wrong. So these these guys in this band, I don't know much about them, but they come from a black metal uh, yeah. scene or mm-hmm. bands. But this is more definitely more dissonant death metal. Yeah. But there's, there's something there for Very black metal simple. too. Simple. Yeah. Simple riffs. Well, like I guess, but it's pretty fucked maybe throughout the album. Yeah. Something I went for something that had a little bit of melody in there, okay. something to maybe uh, grab okay, you. Okay, okay. I mean, it's got everything, but it's definitely dissonant and weird. It's more of like that one that you want. You got to listen to it. Mm-hmm. You can't. This isn't like I tried to work one day and listen to it. No, these young guys it just seemed very like young. Like let's I make don't them know. like a yeah. I don't, I don't know. know about that, but you know, like artificial brain kind of mm-hmm. gore guts, like stuff like that is is what is good. Yeah, yeah. But they do everything, man. I don't know. I, I bought this thing the day it came out. I think I just. It it, I listen to so much of like straightforward death metal. Some, once in a while, I like something, something like different. this. Break yeah. it up. It's got those little melody parts mm-hmm. in there. It's got some heavy parts. Disgusting vocals. <laughs> yeah, they were disgusting. If you like weird death metal, I mean, <laughs> the a whole I like eye void hanger thing makes more a lot more sense now. You said that, like, yeah, yeah. This is that label. <laughs> yeah. I, which I don't like. I'm not. I'm not like one of their biggest fans. I don't listen to everything on it. But you know, every once in a while, you got something weird. Mm-hmm. Good atmosphere, creepy shit going One on. It's just time, dark. What was it? A causal intrusion, okay. and um, the album's called New Lightus, and that song was Nexus Shapeshifters. Holy shit! <laughs> a bunch of mouthfuls there. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking. It's just a weird one. Like I said, don't do anything else except for like listen to it, drive or whatever. You can't work. You can't do. Why is school. that though? Just because it's, it's just so much going on. It's like hard. You know what I mean? Like you're either listening to the music or doing what you're doing. You just miss doing both. I get because it. it's I just it. it's a very yeah. like complex one. Yeah, it gets yeah. kind of a. Like hard, challenging listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. like something where you're just gonna groove out to it. Yeah. There's some grooves, there's some riffs, but it's just like. But it's yeah, it's all a little more complex. Room. You know what I mean? <laughs> two two dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Oh, that's crazy. I, think I did see that. Stan. All right. Um. Let's go. Let's... <laughs> Complete opposite. <laughs> Simple. Clean. <laughs> no. Oh, clean. Okay. You guys like finished death metal? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Do Do we need oxygen?
Dude, you did not have to tell us where that came from. <laughs> I know. It's so finished. <laughs> I, I sent it to Matthias. I was like, because he's he likes all that stuff. And I was like, you check this one out. He's like, that's the most finished thing I've ever Dude, heard in my who life. Who the fuck doesn't like that? <laughs> I know. Who, who wouldn't like that sound? Dude, it is no. Okay. Okay. What is it? What is okay. it? What is it? Oh, you already have it. The band is Althema. Althema. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. That's some. I think the cover's like finished. Dude, <laughs> it's like Children of <laughs> Let's see this. Yeah. Let's see this. Okay. Uh, Symphony like, of the Night. Like less shratty Children of Bottom to me. It is. It's like a simplified Children of Bottom. It's nothing Holy special. Shit, it's this just is raw though. It's rift after riff. It's just like part after part. Like they, they, pretty symphonic at times, but yeah. Yeah. Still, still not. I, th- I think Finnish melodic isn't my total thing. You like, like Sweden better? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's beautiful. What's wrong? I with don't you? hate it at all. That's why I'm not. Like, I'm I not, like it. I'm not trying to. Uh, this on. is for the certain people yeah. that are looking for this stuff. Like you're gonna love this album. Not on Apple. Oh yeah, it is on Apple Music. It's been running constantly. It's really? One of those albums that just hit me. Oh, like, it sounds like a good time yeah. album. You know what I mean? I think I've been looking for that though. Like I've been looking for a good Finnish like. You know, Kalma, they just don't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. Insomnium's well, doing weird fucking shit. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I've been looking for that raw, like, finished melodic okay. death metal, so mm-hmm. it hit me. Yeah, I'm excited. Sounded that good. sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I like, like I said, it's not something I'm okay. going to put on myself, but you, like I said, we're hanging out. You put it on. It's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I liked it. Yeah. Not bad at all, but all right. all right. I can go now. So, I have been listening to a lot of old shit, so mm. that's kind of why I don't have, you know. Yeah. You know, what, what what old shit? What's been so good? I actually went through the whole Children of Bonham discography. Oh, <laughs> nice. fun, I don't. It? Yeah, just I was like, fuck it, why not? So From start to finish, it's yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, wait, wait uh, we should mention the cover you guys. Oh did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, actually, we just posted uh, another tribute. It only took eight months, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously, Alexi died what January first, somewhere around there. Yeah, like, yeah, it's August, but we finally just got a tribute done. It's just everyone's lives have been. Yeah, fucked up. Like just so much difficult going on. Yeah, but it, it was, came out fucking. It was so big. Good. Oh, dude, it's a so, big I didn't get on this one. I'm bummed. Yeah, yeah. It looks so awesome. Our, we got a we got an editing guy Dave here in our group. It was just it, it looks amazing. It, it looks, it, it's, I mean, a tear almost. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was watching so it because it was so fucking good. Yeah, so we'll post a link on there. But like, he everybody just, killed it. He's got a video of Lexi playing the whole time while we're playing in the side. Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Okay. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, that I mean, was good. That was real good. But so you listen to that whole discography? Yeah. So that, you know, going down that, um, I don't know, just like, so I've been getting back into playing drums a little bit more, trying to play more. So mm-hmm. just playing all the old shit that we used to love, just jamming mm-hmm. to. So, yeah. but new shit that I listen to. Uh, so the band is called The Contempt of the Light, and the album is In the Darkest of Time.
All right, so like I said, that's Contempt of Light. They're a band from Sweden. You heard there, it's kind of... You can hear it, yeah. Yeah, I don't, but I don't want to call it <laughs> New Age Black Metal, but they do this weird thing where they're mixing in the old sound, and then they... So you know that the last Necrophagist album that yeah. came out? Yeah. There's a lot of influences from that in this. Uh-huh. So they have that sort of melodic black metal going on at times. Like mixed with so, like second wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know? Yep, yep, yeah. So that's it's just good, it was man. just refreshing to listen to just because it was... You know, it has all the hallmarks of the shit, but with just a tiny twist on yeah. it. So, I don't know. I was really digging them. They're just a small band. Maybe a one-man project. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, really? Um, At least he, he's a mastermind. Maybe he doesn't do the drums kind of oh, thing, but... Yeah. Oh, I guess uh, mixed by and mastered by Dan Swano. So, oh, that's why oh, it sounds so seal good. Seal of approval. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at the band camp. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess he mastered them. Um, but yeah, I guess it is a one-man project. Say the name of that band again. Contempt of the Light. Okay. And the album, again, is called In the Darkest of Times. Okay. It was the the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. And you said you, you've been listening to that Spectra Wound too, right? Dude, I've been so Everyone, yeah. that lately. Isn't that fucking a, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know if that was legit to bring up, but... I just wanted to... You said it a while back. Oh, but. that's such a good fucking album. Yeah. We talked about it in the last It's one, one of those... I've been listening to that one that just brought up Inspector. That's all I've been listening Dude, to. Like, yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> it's not even winter yet. Like, that's such a fucking... <laughs> I know. Pro- this one, too, was sounded super frosty. I'm going to throw one more at you. That don't, we're not listening to it, but just write down Gorgon. Like, for, like, your uh, necrophagist kind of fix. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is some good shit. It's a cool ass. Like you guys, <laughs> you both will like really like this. Like probably even more than I like it, and I like it quite a bit. Gorgon, G O R G O N. That art looks amazing. Traditional yeah. Satiana. Satana. Satana. Oh, yeah, dude. That's it's ballin'. It's real good. It's some melodic black metal. But um, uh, is it me again? This kid's got a fucking pencil. <laughs> he's in... always saying he's writing it down. He's not joking, man. You just look it up on your music <laughs> streaming your service and add it to your playlist. Nope, I take it right down to my downloading <laughs> computer and download it. Oh my god! <laughs> Upload fuck, it to my iPod and call it a day, buddy. Yep, you do you. We got one more for me, right? Yep. All right, we're going straight meat and potatoes, <laughs> death metal, dude. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> Got the pen out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was Laceration. And uh, oh, that's the name of the band. Band is Laceration. Okay. The song was. Can you spell that for us. I'm Lacer- just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the song was Verbal Expiration. Album's demise. I guess. I guess these guys have been around for like. 15 years or so from what I read. But this is their debut, like, full length. So it's the first time I've heard of them. So then what have they been doing for 15 years then? I think they had, like, some demos, EPs, like, <laughs> shit, like you know, like, fuck around. I was going to say, how did they get that name? Like, it had to have been taken. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, dude. Yeah. I know, but uh, that this is the shit that's for, like, a true death metal fan. Like, no trendy stuff. No, like, we're going to do Caveman. We're going to do this. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do that. Like, no. We heard Morbid Angel in the 90s. We heard Death, and we're just like, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. We like thrash metal. We're Keeping it true. No fucking frills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no experimenting. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, dude, it's like a half an hour of just riff, 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 and fucking intensity. Mm-hmm. Like, powerful production. Like, every time a song ends, you're just like, fuck, you know? Like, it's it just sounded heavy. awesome. Yeah. For me, this is what I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like a lot of shit, but, like, you can't, you know... I'm never gonna not like it's, something like that. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a nice to go back, mm-hmm. like a break from like the caveman shit. That's the, what I'm saying. Once yeah. in a while, I had a few. I had another one like that too, where I've been kind of going that way. Like, give me some intense, like vitriol yeah. type, you know, fast yeah, shit. When the fuck are we gonna get a new album I from hope them? So. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I should send you this band because it's kind of like yeah, that. And I'm yeah. like, I'm looking for stuff like that, you know. Don't get me wrong, dude. That sound, oh my too. god! Just I wanted to fucking break a skull every time I heard it. Like seriously, dude, hearing that live would be dangerous, dude. Like I could imagine the pit would be fucked for that. Like yeah. you don't go in there to have fun; you go in there to fuck somebody up. So it's all business. Yeah, That's it. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, dude, that's so true. I want, I want that sound so badly Bad right shit. now. Like I've been craving something that sounds like that. So I'll send you the one I found. I forget the yeah. name right now, but. Yeah, that's it for me. Maximum violence. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They did you see? They just re-released a, an EP. Who? Um, Vitriol. No, I didn't. They oh no. Okay, so they re-recorded it with a new vocalist. Mm. I think they did. They did new vocals. I think they kept everything the same. Instruments remixed it. Okay. EP or a demo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't Why, know. What's wrong with the it. old vocals? I thought they were awesome. Maybe just because they have a new vocalist. Maybe. Mm. Oh, so he's not the dude. I don't know. That's not cool. Check it though. out. That was the well. I think it's probably the one you saw. It might have been uh, like okay. like a way old one. Uh, okay, okay. I okay. don't know. All right. Uh, well, you want to do concert you, discussion yeah, real quick? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Sounds good. So Anna, it's probably about like four weeks ago now, maybe three weeks ago. You returned. Uh, yeah. I returned. What do you mean? The concert. Oh, the concert. Yeah, yeah. So it's a live show. So between the buried and me started their um tour where they were supposed to be celebrating the twenty five year anniversary of was twenty five or fifteen. Yeah, 15. It's got, yeah, yeah 50, 15. Something, some... Dude, we're some real old if it's 25. <laughs> yeah, holy shit, because I think it was 25 for Colors. No. No, no oh, never no. mind, whatever, whatever. Some it's... anniversary to yeah. celebrate... Great Misdirect. Yeah, the Great Misdirect, the album that yeah. came out right after Colors. Yeah. So this concert was supposed to happen in 2020. Obviously, human, human malware caught on. They started pushing yeah. all the concerts back. We got rescheduled, and the first date was in Atlanta, my home city. So, yeah, decided to show up to that concert. Solo? Yeah, solo. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know, by myself. Uh, I actually bought the VIP pass, uh, which allowed you, you know, pre-entry. They did a little QA with the band. Um, it was kind of weird though, man. So like, they were up on stage. We were like, you know, behind the barricade. So there was like that level of disconnect. Yeah. They had a microphone off to the side. 
and then anybody could just walk up and answer him questions. So it was literally just like having you a got chat one with question each, though, right? No, no, no. I mean, it was literally whoever wanted to ask oh. the question could just go up there. There were some dudes who because no, a lot of people didn't want to talk. So they would just so, stand up there and like yeah, chat. So, yeah. So like some people <laughs> asked a couple different questions. Huh. I went up there and asked a question. I asked them, you know, like over the years, you know, we hear bands fighting all the time. You know, the the famous Pantera, you know, breakup. Oh yeah. So I asked them, you know, they've been. You know, together for Solid. all these years. Ooh, that's an awkward how question. was the friendship? Yeah, I mean, they all like kind that. of looked, yeah, they, <laughs> they all kind like... of looked at each other and they were like, <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, when there are fights, who resolves them? If I there like are, that you know, question. shit that's like good, that. And that, but they said one. that it's you know, it's they really don't ever deal with they any of that shit. Well, yeah, they all get good. it's been. I mean, they all love and respect each other as musicians. But what if and they friends. would have one was just like <laughs> well, yeah, Blake yeah. has been on my fucking <laughs> yeah. nerves for well, the past that's ten what, years. Well, no joke. That's what I because like, cause like Blake's the black sheep of that family. Like, like no yeah, yeah. joke. He's the black sheep of that family. So I was expecting somebody to be like, I wish we could get rid of this fucking yeah. asshole. But no, they were all like, yeah, that's we cool. really. They I mean, seem like a chill band. Yeah, I mean. they were like, that's never been asked. But like, really, we don't. It's fight. One of those things like, you wonder too. Like, how do they just well, do this yeah. every single day? Well, I remember. I asked that yeah. to Scott Vogel when I talked to them yeah. from Terror. Mm-hmm. When I asked him, like, what, like, has there ever been a time where you guys, like, just almost broke up or you guys just, like, hated each other? And I can't remember what he said, but it's, like, a hard yeah. question because yeah. you don't want to. But every yeah. band, I mean. Well, no shit. I mean, yeah. You're going like, to fight or you're going to yeah, No, they honestly just kind of, like, laughed about it. Like, <laughs> they really just laughed about it and were like, no, we really are just, like, a happy little family. So I was like, that's cool. That's Thanks legit. for answering. Mm-hmm. So, Did anybody yeah. ask anything else good or no? I mean, it was a lot of, like, personal COVID-related shit. So, like, Blake had his kids. So, like, they were, you know, talking, like, stuff like that. Like, what have you been watching on Netflix? Like, Uh. stupid shit like that. (laughs) I mean, there was some stuff about, like, you know, if we're going to see, like, more, you know... uh, Tours where they're like doing what they're doing uh-huh. now, where they're highlighting albums. So what they say, uh, kind of they, they mean, did they, the colors they, thing. They yeah, did they the did the colors Act. thing. Yeah, but, I mean do? it's kind of like those were the big ones though. Yeah. I mean if you keep doing Alaska. it for all of them, well, yeah. so I'd go to that. This, yeah, yeah. I'd go so to that. I guess I want to go ahead and talk about real quickly the set list. So yeah. I mean you know Setlist FM kind of ruins concerts for yeah. people, but it's also like a good way to see if you want to go to the show. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not going to be playing shit that yeah, you don't want to listen to. I was so fucking hyped for it because the set list was a lot of Alaska shit, oh. a lot of older like stuff. Like after Great Misdirect or what? No, what? What do you mean? Because then they play it. So fall? yeah, I'm sorry. They were doing two set lists. One was the entire Great Misdirect full Which way through. Which is how long, dude? That's yeah. 70 yeah. something minutes at least, right? Yeah. It's about an, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably. It's about an hour and 15 ish. Yeah. They're usually so, all are. Yep. And then, and then the, they come back out. Well, and then the other set list, yeah, was supposed to be like highlights from the rest of the discography. So when I looked online before this tour had canceled because it had started and then you know the atlanta show was one of the ones in the middle it was, the set list was so beautiful i mean selkies was on there yeah. you know all the classics that i wanted to see again and then i showed up to the thing and that wasn't the case no oh, so really? they played nothing so okay i did huh. piece out of the concert a little early i actually was that was flying back to michigan the next day uh-huh. and it was just fucking going on forever so yeah, i mean i was literally i walked out of there at eleven thirty, and i like was walking out of a little bit of swim because like i, just had, I had to go home yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so the only song from colors that they played was white walls and that was the encore okay. so like yeah that's not my favorite song on that album i mean i know that i'm People I mean, would be pissed off at me for saying that, but I would have rather. It's a good song to play. Come on, it's a good song to play, but like I would have. If rather, I want to hear one right now, it'd be that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have picked "Swim to the Moon" if it okay, would have been okay. you. And I'm so that's me. If I yeah, so I hear you. But so they, I I mean, so they played a bunch of new songs, but I didn't even know about Colors yeah. too. 
So, well, so, so I knew it was coming out, but I didn't know that they had leaked a couple songs. So they were playing these songs. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like sitting there. First of all, the concert was completely fucked. They said that everybody was supposed to be wearing masks. No one was. Nobody was wearing masks. <laughs> so there was this drunk idiot next to me that was literally belligerent, just trying to create shit. Oh, she kept throwing no, her dude. arm over the dude, knocking the dude and his girlfriend into me the whole oh, time. Like, dude. it was so distracting that... I ended up turning and bitching at her. Like, I was like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was like, I am seriously going to throw you over the goddamn railing. I'm trying to watch the concert, and all I'm hearing is you arguing with the... It was just fucking a shit show. He doesn't even have kids. He's becoming a dad. That will ruin a show. I was at a show one day. It seriously ruined it. Like, from that point on, the rest of the concert, I was just pissed off because... It I was get it, all, dude. it was max capacity too. Like everybody was fucking fighting for a spot. I was up on the upper balcony, like looking down, perfectly centered with the band. The second the shit started and this bitch was going, I was like literally all the way over to the <laughs> bassist side. Like it was just because it was just a fucking shit show. It was the first time these assholes had probably been out mm-hmm. in the longest yeah. time, yeah, and yeah. then drinking as much alcohol as they could, and then right. just being fucking belligerent. So I mean, I hate the venue. Sounds like fucking shit there, regardless of where you are. It's just one of those places. One of those places, yeah. yeah it's the, one of the big places in Atlanta, and all the people go through it. It's a cheap concert. Did, it's only twenty. I mean, did bucks. they sound good? Or? So they sounded really, really good, but the venue didn't sound well. Yeah. So, but like I said, not knowing some of the songs, they played a lot of. So yeah, uh, going back to the set list, they played a lot of newer shit, mm-hmm. and they almost didn't play anything off of the old stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't hear any colors. Nothing off of Alaska. Nothing. Oh, wow. off, yeah. So it maybe was just, after you left. No. Oh, because when it. I left, yeah, I checked it. It was just oh. white walls. White walls was the only encore. Oh, that's what you missed. So yeah, okay, yeah, okay, that's okay. what I missed was white walls. So it was just a little disappointing. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I kind of got you know teased with a good set list that I thought I was gonna get. Yeah, and yeah. then I understand the pandemic, and they wanted to throw some of the new songs into it. Yeah. And we'll talk about the album in a little bit, but yeah, it was just a little disappointing, man. I mean, on top of this <laughs> bitch and then the whole thing, I mean, it was just like <laughs> it got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm I'm out of here, dude. So. I totally get that. I went to a it's Tyler Chiller's like countryish shit, and it was the same thing. There was just like I think it was a dude. It was a couple of dudes like right next to us. That, and, and their girlfriends just wasted mm-hmm. like like picking fights with other people and their girlfriends mm-hmm. and like like hitting into them and then the boyfriends are all like fucking at each other and they're right next to you and they're yeah. just like screaming not listening to the music and it's just like I did I had it's like you don't have fun no you no, can't yeah. even, you can't get in the zone like yep. fuck those people like yeah. do not so, come. I mean I want to go back but there's a lot of things I do not like about no, those concerts like you I don't mean, usually have that like at a good Dude. Smaller show. No, at least. see, that's the thing is, it's. I mean, it, small it was between the yeah. buried and me. You, and I'm saying mm-hmm. they're gonna attract a bunch of. Assholes, you never know with something like so that. So a lot, yeah, a lot of like, different people. Well, it's the same way when I went to see um uh, at the gates when mm-hmm. they played with fucking Behemoth. Behemoth. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking shitty, one of the shittiest concerts because oh, not for me. Just, well, I mean, so the Behemoth was fucked. I mean, I told remember, I remember talked about it on yeah. here. With people with taking pictures changes. and video and the costume <laughs> oh, changes. Yeah, kind of video, at the yeah, Gates yeah. was such a legit set because nobody cared about At the Gates. A bunch <laughs> of the people were at the bar and yeah. the pit wasn't fucked. It wasn't crowded. You could see things clearly. Yeah, so but good. it's just stuff like that. Like it's I don't know. I compl- I think we're getting a little too old for this shit. I know. We I'm not. <clears throat> Fuck that. I, I'm so pissed. I was going to go to see DSI this past week. <laughs> it would have been our first show back, uh, and it was sold out. I couldn't go to that, but. Next Tuesday, yeah, me and Stan, Gate Creeper, and Wednesday, Gate Creeper, two hundred stab wounds, knocked loose. <laughs> See, I don't know. I think from the future, in the future, it's gonna have to be something real good. Yeah, but for dude, me the small go. shows, like the Sanctuary. Have you been? You probably haven't been there since you moved. No. Like we've got a good venue, the Sanctuary. It's like small shit. Mm-hmm. It feels like a you know a community of like yeah. no one's 
Like, and no dude, they got fucking WWE Network playing the whole time. You really? can watch a Royal Rumble while you're watching Gate Hands. hands. Oh, yeah. Two dollar hands drinking all night. I mean, as, 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 as small as like the shelter was? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's like a hardcore venue, but a lot of death metal goes through there. Have metal. I ever been there before? No, I don't no. think so. We started going there a couple last couple of years. It's okay. newer, yeah. but dude, just shows like that, that's where I'm at now. But see, I'm at the point where I only want to go if it's at like a place like the Fox. Mm-hmm. So like there's a place that's real nice in Atlanta. Uh, oh, it's the Masquerade. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, 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 I saw a uh, fucking, what's it called? It was uh, Meshuga there. Mm. Oh my. It's seriously still one of the best sounding concerts I've ever been to. It's just that's what I want to do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like good sounding shit. Because what's the yeah. point? Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool to watch no, them I, on the I, stage. I hate a bad sounding concert. Yeah, dude, a bad sounding con- yeah, there's no. It's almost like they had that's it too loud for between because the Because you band. know it's going to sound fucking good. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> certain bands that I will just see every time. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. of that. Yep. Like, you never yeah. know what you're going to get. Same band set. Like it's going to be the same set, but. <laughs> yeah. No, not this time. Won't be, but like. Yeah, they got the new shit, so. And we're bringing my brother in law, Michael. Oh. never been to a, a heavy show uh-huh. ever so this is gonna be pretty fun okay he likes knock loose that's kind of why i'm bringing him but oh okay i'm not that's even the nice. biggest knock loose fan but no whatever it's gonna be fun it's my first show back in what two years yeah so fuck it but uh well i mean at least you went you said it was kind of awkward too right with the pictures you said you were supposed oh, to get a picture yeah, the of the pictures. band they, yeah they said in the fucking the vip package came with a signed poster <laughs> of like the the tour uh, a cassette tape of the demo, oh, that's which cool. I forgot to bring here because that's for Stan. Forgot to bring that. Oh, I'll yeah. mail it to you guys. <laughs> and then I signed or a fucking picture with the band. The picture with the band was them sitting on stage and us fucking <laughs> kneeling down in front of the barricade and taking a group photo. Dude, so it I wasn't even like that. a picture you with the band. It was a group fucking. It was just. Wait, do you only think though? Maybe because of COVID. Well, for sure because of COVID. I didn't think about that. For sure because of COVID, but that I'm almost sucks. positive they started selling the VIP package. After COVID. I did, so yeah. I don't think they sold the VIP package when the tour originally, or maybe they did. I don't remember. But like, I get it. I get it. They Initially, don't I take... was like, that's lame on the band. But now I'm thinking, well. But at the same point, though, they should have given us like a shirt then and then been like, sorry, we drew you on the you. fucking yeah. you you paid the picture. Bucks yeah. Extra, like, right? So. Yeah, yeah, it's fifty dollars I mean, extra. So for, I mean, from the barricade yeah. picture, like you could have yeah. just done that when they were playing <laughs> well, live. No shit, like. I could have done it while they were playing live. Yeah, you're exactly oh. fucking right, dude. You could have sat there with the fucking thing during the photo or when they were doing the Q and A. You could have just sat there, and like, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. they, yeah. Oh, I, I gotta post that picture. I should post it. On. I'll post it. <laughs> yeah, we'll post it with this episode. Yeah, it's yeah. just, I mean, I get why they did that, and you can see if you go to, I think it's like btbamvipTour.com or something. That's how all the venues. Yeah, were. it's all just in front of the barricade. Arcade, they don't like, want to get infected. I, mean, I, I get it. I get around. it. But like, you should, you know, alter your, you know, mm-hmm. your, your VIP package a little bit. Then, if that's the case, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, should we, we should might as well talk about the new album. I was going to say, yeah, let's definitely talk about the new album.
Dan, did you listen to it? I did. Yes. Okay. So we've all heard it. Yes, we all heard okay, it. Okay, so I've probably listened to it about like maybe forty times. Ooh. Really? Oh it's literally two been. Full. On, yeah, me that's too. That's it. So you had two, both two full. I was it's, away too, so I mean, it was hard. Like I made okay. my fiance okay. listen to it last night on the way home. Like, okay. <laughs> well, what's her been, review? Yeah, Let's start <laughs> she with was that. Doing schoolwork. Okay. <laughs> How are down here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it has been on a constant. So like, I want to know your first initial thoughts. Well, so you obviously gave it some time. But so that's gonna... the reason why I've been, because I don't know how I feel about it. Oh. Like, I guess initial thoughts, I don't know why the fuck they called it Colors 2. Wait, if you, th- my first, yeah, I was like, yeah, what are you what doing? What is this about color? What is, I, I was like, why do you want to go, they're a progressive band, like, why are you going to do Colors 2? Like, just make a new album and write it like if you want, but like colors too. It's like well, a cash exactly. Grab, There's too right? much. It's that's exactly how I felt. I like, it's cash grab. It was cash grab, and it was something that was never going to be lived up to. So they could have. They should have just why fucking left it alone. That's the issue that I have with this album. I don't get why it's colors too. Why is it colors too? See, we're gonna differ though because now I'm saying I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm okay with being called colors too. Now, I at just, first I was like, why don't you think it's colors too? I just don't hear the sound. Like, how does it sound? You like you don't. So. Did we listen to the same album? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because my first initial thoughts, I was laughing the whole time. I'm like, you me guys too. fucking kidding me. You guys just took, basically took the drum track from Colors and just did the same fucking album. Oh, like, I didn't well, that's exactly, but, but I guess that's what I'm no, I say there's there's some stuff in the middle that's weird. But the beginning of the, the first three songs of that, al- that album and the, like, the last like two, three songs of yeah. that album is... I mean, the last song is White Walls drum, like, no, I put I know, them I, together, like, I you know. It. I get it, but, like, I get the structure is the same, but I guess the structure is kind of the same in The Great Misdirect. The structure is kind of yeah, the same. Yeah, well, that's what I thought auto- that's when what that I'm came saying. out. That's a good point. Like, that that's, was almost colors, too. Yeah, that's what my argument is. is it's just, just the way between the Buried and Me write songs. They build yeah. this shit up, mm-hmm. they give us some weird shit in the middle, and then they give us this fucking anthem at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the way that they write. You're right. So, like, I don't, I still don't see the color. Like, there's I, not... There's not a section on this album that's as hard as the hardest section in colors. No. They don't go as high as they did as they did. I just don't don't get why. It should have just been called another album. But, like, to me, it was like they, okay. It's almost (laughs) like they wrote this album while listening to colors to me. It was like, okay, we're going to do the same thing, but we're just going to do different riffs over it. We're going to change those melody up. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's the same. I was trying to figure that out, too, because I'm like, like I said, stupid cash grab this is not what that band should be doing just mm-hmm. write a new album yeah but then i heard it and i i tried to look up like so why did they call it colors yeah now, maybe it's a cash grab maybe it is are they still in sumerian yes yeah, okay. yeah. i could see that motherfucker so, that, I mean, that I, label guy yeah he's the son of a bitch so, I mean, he probably talk- was like colors too we're gonna make a lot more money that's how that guy is will, but but so they talked not, about a little bit oh, of it. it yeah so okay. they talked about it I, I should have said this during the interview or when we were doing the q a like somebody asked him why colors too and why now yeah, and yeah. they felt like they owed it to us is what they said. They said, you know, with the whole pandemic being a year off, they weren't doing shit. They were all bored as fuck. They couldn't do anything. So a lot of them said when we asked them, what were you doing during the pandemic? They're writing. They wrote Colors too. Mm-hmm. So they literally said, like, we need to do something and give it back to the fans. And that album was kind of their way of thanking us for all of the years. So, I mean, they literally went into it with the mindset of let's try to make an album that's as good as Colors, if not better than Colors. And they literally took the entire pandemic to do that. Yeah. So that was their sole purpose for the pandemic was just giving us that album. Mm-hmm. I also so, read that he that Tommy said, like, 
when they wrote colors one they were in this weird spot where like they didn't know where they fit in mm-hmm. so they just like did this like we're just gonna throw it all out there and make mm-hmm. this like statement album like we're this band like cause they didn't know like who to tour with what are we yeah and he said they felt like that again like now like i think because of the pandemic and their situation and maybe where they've been i, I don't know exactly what he meant but yeah, like he's yeah. like we felt like that this time again like where we had to do like a all or nothing statement he's like that's part of the reason we call it colors too mm-hmm. okay I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it does, like, it's not coma ecliptic. You know what I mean? No. Like, I that, get, that no, was such yeah. a different album that for them. W- that this was. goes back to that style where I agree it doesn't go as heavy mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. as Colors 1. And the way they experiment is, like, different, which is good. I'm glad. But it is, though, like, the same shit, too. And it's kind of like they have the little talking scenes where it's, like, at the bar. And it's right. almost like a little, like, really. That's like, why I was, like, laughing. Like, come on, like. I think they just. But too I feel like. Much. I feel okay, like so you guys are saying too much. Too much of all. Trying that. to be like colors. Yeah, and that's what I think. I feel, and I feel like they did made... that after the fact. It was like, oh shit, we're going to call this colors too. We got to put in We got to put some stuff in here that sounds like colors too. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the album. But the oh, reason yeah, why. I'm banging I... the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah. I loved it. I know, I, only I loved had it. had the feeling you guys had, <clears throat> I think, on one part maybe. Okay. One or two parts where I was like, okay, between the bear and me doing the circusy weird shit. But it was like literally one or two times, and the rest of it, I was like, I fucking love this. It flows good. It, mm-hmm. it has the riffs. Like, this is a good album. Oh, I think yeah. it's I love, really good. I, yeah, I've just been searching for the colors in it. Oh, so you the name is really fucking See, The name is really fu- like, yeah. It's like every time I listen to it, I'm just like, it's, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, okay. So, what if like, you gotta, think about it like this, though. So, idea of colors one, it's one song. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that was my other point. Is like this one they did they, they wrote it in that same way. It's one song. Like my favorite thing about it is that like that's what colors is so cool. You have those themes that come back, and it's like mm-hmm. it feels like one song. This one you have that one theme. Yeah, and I hate it more than anything. Are you kidding me? I, I hate it more the, than the main anything. theme that comes yeah, back. We are in this together. Is the stupid. Well, I don't know. Is it the yeah? But that, I'm not even talking yeah, about the lyric. But I know. But it's like the 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 tone that they play. I know. I don't like it. I'm sorry. It's like a melodic like. Yeah, it's a melodic. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I love I'm that. Sorry, singing it after. Do you like yeah. that part? Oh yeah. At the end of the last song, it's like the synth yeah. doing yeah, it. Yeah, the guitar yeah, does yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't like dude, it. Dude, it's I just saying it. Crimson. That's what I was thinking. One riff. Like yeah, you want to have that repeating thing. I love that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think they did it a little bit too much because that wasn't as prominent in colors. No, it wasn't. But yeah, and that's why I just made it feel like one song. I almost think that was, they did that better than they did in Colors. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying this is better than Colors. I'm not saying that. I get you, I get you. I'm just saying the thing that, Crimson does that. Yes. Edge of Sanity. They do that theme and it comes in, they play a little different, but it makes it feel like this one song. Yeah. It's just, I'm going to be very critical because they called it Colors Oh yeah. Well, they they have not called it Colors too. Don't get me wrong again. I love the album. I love Between the Buried and Me. Thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. (laughs) But at the same time, I don't like, I feel like they tried too hard to give us something sophisticated Mm -hmm. and here you go. It's a beautiful album. It's just too much. (laughs) Like, they tried to, a little too hard. I would have trimmed it down a little bit. Yes. I wish they would have. I wouldn't. No? Now I'm down. I'm down for it. I I'm. Know. I mean, I, I thought that at first. I just it, just listen to me it. Over. Just listen like, to it a little bit more. I came maybe. into that going, "Why the fuck would you call this colors too? Yep. This is not going to be good." Yeah. Listen to it, and I said, "I see." All right, like you deserve it. You 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 took the gamble and the risk of saying this is going to be colors too, which That's, is your best album. Yeah. You said go ahead and come like compare this to colors one that's what you're saying yeah you have to yeah you have if you're gonna call it colors two you're gonna compare it to colors one mm-hmm. and like i said i'm not saying it's better it's like their best album but mm-hmm. like 
I was I listened to this on the, my road trip too, so like it helped because I drove fucking one day thirteen hours straight, and this was like perfect because all those like surprises. Yeah. I feel like that's the fun of between the barrier. Like that first listen, mm-hmm. you know what is coming. Like oh what a like a <laughs> new wave. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, that yeah. song with the new wave part, mm-hmm. the eighties like oh, fucking yeah. Oingo yeah. Boy. Like well, uh, but see, and I another, love that. And shit. another thing that, but like I've already Just heard surprises. that before. That reminded me what? of the Hawken albums. Oh, like yeah, it, but yeah, different. Not really, though. I feel like it was a straight <laughs> fucking rip from one of their songs. And I I'm not saying that they did it, that, but it was just very, very similar. It was too much of like, when we listened to Colors for the first time, I had never heard anything like that before. Yeah, yeah. And then right. this is like, oh, well, I've heard that. I've heard that. I've heard yeah, that. Yeah, but it was all new shit for them. For Dude, them, medieval parts, yeah. folky parts. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did. It wasn't like they just oh, took. Oh, yeah. I, it was all. It was they didn't literally just take all, the color sounds. I know. It was all over the place. I just wish they wouldn't have called it colors, too. But and it was all over the place, and they made it like one. Like they made it fit. Like yeah. that's the crazy shit, man. Like, I know. Imagine I know. sitting down with a guitar and be like, I'm going to put New Wave. I'm going to put Medieval. I'm going to. I'm going to put all this shit in like slapstick and, and make it like uh, an album, a uh, one song. How yeah, the fuck do you do that? I know. I know. I mean, they did it. I don't know. I'm just uh, again. I I'm loved impressed. it. I loved. It. I was impressed too. I didn't even want to like it. Yeah, I know. You want to hate it. Maybe that's why I like it more because I had low expectations. I'm actually really. I'm interested to see where this stands later on. Because I mean, obviously, colors. I know every little yep. second of that. Yeah. Of yeah. Every that was instrument. huge for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to see if this is gonna be. Because like I only had two listens. Yeah. I mean, same how, here. How much can I really say about it right now? But yeah, that's how. That's my feeling. This is just my initial thought, but. I just know I had a lot of fun with it, kept mm-hmm. my attention, and same thing on the second list. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't even been that diehard of a BT band fan in a long time, so. Yeah, I I'm, think I was more, I was just, I was like, you're kidding me the first time. <laughs> and then the second time, I was like, okay, I know what it is now. Like, yeah. Now I'm going to, let's actually listen to it. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. I mean, and did you know that, did you, did you read about the, like, the drum solo thing? Oh yeah, I saw yeah, a lot trade-offs of, yeah. with, um, with Mike Portnoy. I forget the other one. Levine, something, and then Blake, and maybe someone else. They did so. They did an extended drum solo live at that concert. But they have like the guests, like Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naveen from fuck, I don't know. Yeah, but so it was basically good ass drummers, and yeah. they're all like trading off on that. I can't remember all the songs or anything. No, yeah, neither can I yet. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Blake did it by himself live without the rest of the band. It was like kind of weird. So like oh, they did, he just did sure he just the it. drum solo. Yeah, but without all the other filler then, stuff. I was reading. He sings in one of them. He sounds like Corpse Grinder. Is that who was doing the heavy shit? Yeah, yeah. That's what, and that's what I was going to comment on. Who was, was doing that? Yeah, because it really does sound like Corpse Grinder. It's heavy. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's like heavy, heavy, and it's like I like that part. Yeah, yeah I thought it was like a guess, maybe. No, no, he no, trades off like early. Tommy, like, I thought that was just early Tommy. No, that's. I think it's pretty sure it's Blake. I should say, dude. I think Tommy's one of the MVPs on this album too, because I like all his synth parts and his. I like they his cleans a lot now. I. I think Paul's kind of, yeah, he wasn't just like there. Like Tommy was like picking up. Wait, a which st- one's Paul? The lead. I think the leads were there. Like you didn't think they were? No. Oh, I did not get that. The what? I was waiting for like Paul leads, like that big, oh, yeah. big moment. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the riffs are there for Those sure. Big melodic leads that came coming through. Or- yeah, no, and, it's a- wait, 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 that one song. But wait, wait, that one song at the end. It's uh, I wrote it down. Sfumato. It's like oh, a two yeah, minute. It's yeah, like an yeah, instrumental. Yeah. Yep. 
the leads on that, oh, dude, they're so... It's almost like another, like, 80s kind of... Uh, that That's the Viridian of it's the like album. It's like a beautiful... Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. It's like that beautiful lead, and it yeah. goes right into... Uh, Right into the re- oh, it goes in. I don't know if it's the last song. Human as hell, yeah. Human right. as hell. Human That's as the hell. last one, right? Yeah. Yep. And it, it goes right into that theme mm-hmm. that we were talking about, yeah. dude. The, the reason I say that is like I was looking for okay so while I was laughing at this I was like kind of knew what was coming next or at some point I knew like oh, yeah, you, something mm-hmm. like so I knew so, there was going to be some epic uh-huh. moment like prequel to the sequel like that yeah. first but though Tommy does it this time I like, got you you know what I mean like I was looking for Paul to step up I Tommy think he was it, like man. the worst of the album okay okay I can't say that but I just know Tommy fucking killed it yeah no you're absolutely right yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll disagree with the, the vocals just a little bit. There were some times when I felt like he was trying way too hard. Okay. Like, just a well, little bit on some of, like, the nuances that he was doing. Yeah. So, but I That's will BG agree, band, though. Man, I have been loving his shit more and more lately, so. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. I, I do applaud them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey. honestly, it's you'll see it probably <laughs> on some of the list. Oh, for I'm, sure. Of, yeah. I did not think it was. I mean, I'm just surprised. I was, yeah. <laughs> Good I mean, receptions like I, in our group. Like, mm-hmm. we've, they've been talking have about they, it. Like, I haven't yeah. got to see much, yeah. like, about it, but. All right, should yeah. we... I guess we should just do the other one? Yeah. Yeah, Carcass. Carcass.
this one comes out in September, so I this will probably come out before the album comes out. Yeah, yeah. But Tornado Race. I, Tornado unfortunately, Race. <laughs> I only got to listen to like half of it today. Okay. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> the second I found out we had this, I like fucking put it. I did too. Tornado Race. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> like, well, then you give us your initial thoughts again. I mean, it's the fucking 15 out of 10. I just, I mean, I, it's just a great album, dude. I mean, it was fucking heavy. We've been listening, waiting for, waiting for. It just it, it delivered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been waiting for so long for a new album from them, and I I don't know. Jason, I feel like you don't like it. No, I like it, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm a little like, like uh, I'm a little underwhelmed. But I, like, I'm but still what were you expecting like a, from them though? I will like, say, if they would have done know, too much crazy shit, that people would have criticized them for not staying true to the sound. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Did you want them to evolve like at the gates? I mean, they literally. No, it's, I don't. It's, I don't. <laughs> so uh, I feel like it's just. What else do you want from them? I feel like there's something missing without Michael. But they did on Surgical Steel. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't on that, was no. he? No. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what I want. And I don't have that, like, notion in my head of Michael leaving. I, I just listen to the album yeah, and listen. And, yeah, so I don't know. But you have a point there because here's, I got a couple problems with it. I got a lot of things I like and I got a couple problems. One is the leads. Yeah. It's just really like heavy. I, I feel like I could wrote the leads. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, I'll, I'll right now. I'll write a lead. They're not bad. They're good leads, but like I let I listened to this. Uh, Should we smack this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Where were those leads when we were in high school? Hey, if you guys stick around for about a half hour, we're gonna have a live bonus yeah. episode yeah, bonus video. Episode. Jason's gonna try to write the next Carcass album. <laughs> some like, ballsy shit, dude. Yeah, that's a ballsy statement. <laughs> like they're good, I, but I didn't like. Oh, dude, okay, wait. It's okay, Bill so, Steer, so like, okay. First of all, yeah. listen to hard work. Listen to those leads. Oh, dude, yeah, that but I is know. straight to the heart. I know, but no this pun is... intended. Listen to Surgical Steel, even, dude. Bill Steer fucking kills the leads. I mean, kills the leads. This one, the leads were fine. They they felt more like, hey, that's the time for a solo. Go ahead and throw that in there. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Fine, good, no problems with it. But also, like, didn't hit me hard. And then I think like maybe the pacing. Like I went back, I threw Surgical Steel on right mm-hmm. after, and I was like. Yes, that's why I love that. that. I was worried. I was like, maybe I just am not as into carcass. And I was like, no, no, no. Surgical steel is still fucking <laughs> makes you second guessing. It like, did. Because like, I, I, I don't. This is still like a seven or an eight out of ten for me. It's still like a good album, but I just didn't love it. Like surgical steel had speed. The riffs felt more uh, something yeah, to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good time. Listen, I liked it. There's some good songs. There's some fine songs. Like torn arteries, great, perfect. I love that one. Wake up and feel the wake up and smell the carcass. Great fucking song. Love that one. Like, there's a lot I like. It's just, I, I guess I just wanted it to. It's carcass, so I'm gonna like evaluate it on like. I get it. There's I a lot of standards there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that I don't like it. I'm just. A, it's not as good as surgical steel. It's not as good as hard work. I agree. agree. I agree. I agree. I agree on both of those counts. I guess I just wasn't holding it to that high of a standard because they didn't call no. it. They didn't call it uh, Heartwork Two or <laughs> yeah. Surgical Steel Two. Yeah. It was just another album for them. Yeah. So I, you, know what I'm like, I don't no, I get that. And then we got that fucking demo last year in the year of shit that was still beautiful. Like I mean, so it's just I don't. I was yeah. I wasn't holding it to that high of a standard. And then when they kicked me in the balls and gave me the fucking everything that I wanted to listen to, I agree. The speed wasn't there and the leads weren't there, but it was still just enough to be like it's a ten. 
Like, like it was same just enough. You same? You think the same? I can't really half? say. I listened to half of it. I got, I, I'll report back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and it's funny because I actually like the second half a little better than the first. I agree let's, with uh, you. Let, yeah. okay. I agree with you, yeah. Let's just say I will say I fucked up. Like, the first five songs I listened to, I was like, God damn, well, why didn't I just listen to this? Like, you know, I think I was kind of brushing it off a little bit, too. Like, I'm not the biggest. Like, I love hard work, but, like, Surgical Steel really didn't hit me like it hit you guys. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, all oh, carcass out. I'm like, right. What's like hard work? Like, dude. I hear you. No, I feel that, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, there's that nine-minute song. Did you get to that one? No. Yeah. Yeah, of um, course I did. You okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it, it's good. Does it need to be nine minutes? Uh, maybe I, not. I mean, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, I wasn't thinking about that when yeah. I was Yeah, well, that's good. Hey, if you didn't so, think about it, then it worked yeah. for you. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I will say I did like in that song, and I think it was, like, maybe, maybe it was Torn Arteries. Did you notice the little, like, when they would switch to the, the clean guitar? It was almost like a rock, like they. It was more like their rock vibe. Okay, like alternative rock kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. At least yeah. the first song had a, it, it. would like go into it for a second and be like, dan, dan, dan. it would like ring out, mm-hmm. and then they would just tease you with that, and then go back into the heavy. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that, and they did it again on that long song, and I like that. I almost was like, do more of that, like because they didn't, Spear they didn't, man. yeah, they didn't go heavy and fast enough to make it just like an all out, like in your face. But then they teased you with this more like melodic stuff that they threw in there just a little bit. And I, and I was like, actually, I kind of like want more of that. Like, I think it was In God We Trust. Was that one of the songs? Yeah, In God yep, We Trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super melodic solo. That one, he nailed it. Like that's that solo was sick. It was melodic. I was very into that. I just wanted a little bit more of that. I guess that's all for me. You know what I mean? Just more uh, yeah. of that. But the second half was strong. And every time I get to the second half, I go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'm just more in the mood now. And it, I don't, it's good. Don't. Maybe don't take my word for it. I think I gave it three or four, four listens, probably. Mm-hmm. My growing me. I'm compared it to an album that came out eight years ago. Yeah, then you know that's another I mean? hard thing too. And like... an all-time favorite artwork. Yeah, but I'm not even comparing it to them. I'm really just comparing it more to Surgical, which isn't artwork, but also is fucking great. But like, I don't compare anything to artwork, though. So. Yeah, no, I know. Like, no, I mean, can't. what do you? you <laughs> can't. I mean, I, I mean, I know that. people like the fucking Mona Lisa, and they wouldn't, they don't compare anything to that bitch. But like, it's the same way. Like, you don't take a masterpiece and go, "Oh, is this as good as this one?" Like, no, you just that's there, and this is here, and we're done with it. So I only do it because I don't know if I, like now I have I've got two great carcass. Well, I shouldn't say that. Like necroticism, I'll listen to all those three still before this one. So I have to be okay. going on like carcass like binge to really get to this one. Probably, yeah. Personally speaking, hey. They did good. It's Carcass. Well, I mean, they're getting. Old. I mean, what do you want from them? You know, I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to be hard yeah, on like them. How old are these fuckers now? Hey, they're still. They're doing quality work better than mm-hmm. a lot of bands out. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's just the way I feel. Yeah, I just, Jeff I sounds know. awesome. Oh yeah. Still. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. He does. Spot fucking on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want. I don't know. Maybe a little more variety in the riffs and. I think it was just a little speed. I wanted a little more intensity. I mean, I did want it to be faster. Now that you're saying that, I definitely could have. It could have been faster. But. I like when they got like kind of playful and fun. Like I wake up and smell the carcass. Like it's just like a fun song, mm-hmm. like that. You probably didn't get to that one. That was like mm-hmm. the later half, but yeah, fucking up, Stan. I know. Fucking Definitely up, listen boys. to it, but you know, it's like funny because we had at the gates, yeah, carcass, a lot of stuff. cannibal. Out of all three, I'm still giving it to cannibal. Oh, for sure, hands down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, 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 here, yeah, yeah, which I don't know. I kind of thought it maybe would have been Carcass, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm going Cannibal with the, with the legacy bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know who else we can come. That's a good question to, but... at the end of the year. Yeah, 
Which big band came back mm-hmm. with a good one? I don't, am I forgetting any other one? I don't. I don't know if the Ethic Eats album was awesome though. Well, I already I already spoke my mind on that one, but yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's hard. They're getting old. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not judging them like that anymore. They're not spring chickens. They're not calling their shit colors too. So like they're just coming out with new music, man. Like I don't. Yeah, respect to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still quality music. It's still actually a really good album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when you have a fucking all time classic and you're a discography, you know what are you gonna do? No, you're right. Yeah. You brought, you brought that on yourself. You wrote that shit. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You did this, motherfucker. You not me. That's you. Yeah. I I feel. Maybe Stan's lazy ass report back next time. Yeah. I will. <laughs> we're gonna hold him to that he always says he's gonna report back yeah, i don't feel like no, i ever no, get these updates no, i have to on new, this one <laughs> new segment right after we're, what we're listening to it's stan's updates <laughs> we should do it yeah, every episode because yeah. there's always one where yeah, he says, oh, we'll get one. back oh, to that yeah, one no, yeah. i'm gonna reserve the right on that one okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Stan> comment <laughs> all right uh, i like to say it's the kids but you have one too so yeah no excuse <laughs> yeah so we reached out to our patreons for some topics they wanted to hear, and they've got a lot of actually good suggestions, and I swear we'll get to all of them at one point <laughs> or another. But uh, Phil wanted to know. I'm trying to pull it up right. Maybe here. we'll answer this one, and we'll answer a couple more on the bonus episode. Where can you find that bonus episode? Oh, Patreon. Patreon. Dude, for like a dude, sixty bucks a year, pack of gum a week. Yeah, I mean. I always hate when you guys do that. It's so fucking much. Just tell them to su- subscribe. Guys, if they don't, they don't have to. We don't need to tell them about finances or coffee or gum. But yeah. So I'm just Phil. trying to quit my job. Make a living off this. All right, John. Maybe your life is good, but. So Phil wanted to know what, how our music, music tastes have changed over the last five years. Yeah. Bring in this full circle. Yeah. So obviously, I mean. We're, I'm, I'm going back, maybe it's six years, but I'm thinking the start of the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep, between yep, five and right. six, yeah. Which, don't go back and listen to those episodes. <laughs> you could tell just by our topics and who we're covering, we're definitely core, mm-hmm. metalcore, still in that phase. I know, so I've been like on the melodic death metal kick since like college days. That's when I yeah. discovered that stuff. And that's always kind of been runny, but I know like at that point when we started the cast, that's when I was really... I found Dismember and Entombed. And uh-huh. I was like getting into death metal. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I didn't even I didn't even think about that when you asked this question. I for, kind of forgot like where we were, but we I remember we did a lot of the core stuff just because that I felt comfortable enough like yes. dissecting it mm-hmm. because we like before the cast it was more like we yeah. all came from like we listened to the metal core stuff, we listened to death core, the early death core stuff, mm-hmm. you know, Suicide Silence, Jaffro Cowboy, whatever. And so, like, we felt comfortable, like, dissecting. Like, we knew what we were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a little bit of hardcore. We oh, didn't for know sure. how to talk yeah. about death metal at the time. We didn't, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were, but, that's, but you're right. Like, that's right about the time when we were, like, Going what is all yeah. this? Like, yeah. I was listening to mm-hmm. death and more, but, like, all that stuff at the time, we didn't necessarily start, like, throwing it all into the cast always, but mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like Yeah, because I remember you always talking then. about death. The you yeah. know, when we first started doing yeah. this, and we'd be like, "Shut the fuck up, dude! That's an old <laughs> shitty ass band." No one listens oh, to them, but I was an idiot. No, I didn't know I, what the hey. fuck I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, so, yeah, and whatever. Fuck. And what, if someone has a problem with that, fuck them. Like, yeah, everybody has to start. Yeah, like, everybody exactly. Who yeah. cares where you start? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I like whenever I talk to Chase from Gate Creeper. Mm-hmm. I love that because he's always like, "Yeah, like Black Dahlia Murder." I got into that shit, then I got into Death Metal. Whereas like a lot of bands, I bet would not admit that. 
No. Like they're gonna be like, oh, I, I was a baby. I listened to Death and Morbid Angel. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, well, who gives a shit okay. when he started? I mean, you know personally, I, mean? I don't really fucking like Morbid Angel, but I listen to everything <laughs> else. Like, still to this day, I try, I, I try, don't like it. Try, don't like it. I mean, it is, it is what <laughs> no, it is. You're right. Like, I mean. I don't. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not a metalhead because I don't like Morbid Angel. Like I don't fuck off. Yeah, well, no, like, I mean, really, you aren't like. Okay, Morbid I guess Angel, you're, you're right. So. You're right. Fuck out of here. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, I respect that. Yeah. But I think you're right, Stan. I didn't even think about it like that. Like we, that was probably when it first started. Because I was thinking back, like we melodic death metal was college. Yeah. So I've been mm-hmm. precast into some of the death stuff once the cast started. I was on a stuff huge like, like New York hardcore kick back then too mm-hmm. and that's like one of those i guess like when i go back and listen to this or like think about this topic like i'm almost like there's like almost like unfinished business like i got into something and mm. then the, like doing this cast i got flooded with all this new stuff and i was like there's like a little still part of me wants to be just like i need to go back and like finish where i started you should yeah i know well yeah i think you're right because we were all a little more listening to hardcore mm. at that time you know yeah which that's a genre that's like went up and down for me. See, I kind of just stopped. Yeah, I mean, and that's talking about yeah, a genre that I don't listen to really anymore. It's hardcore. Like, really? Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah. I mean, there have been a couple like times where I've thrown on an old six year album, uh, Guns album, or something from you know the olden days, mm-hmm. but nothing new. Like I don't search for it anymore. I think for me, the reason is though, I always in my back of my mind, I always know I can go back to it at any time. <laughs> so like, I'm like, I'm always gonna push it aside, like. Maybe this is the only right time to get into death metal, so I should take the opportunity. Like mm. I can always go back to hardcore. That's a good time for that. Yeah, <laughs> without the shit. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to say like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I could get that. For me, I hardcore just goes up and down though. Like it was probably at the all time high when we started the cast. Mm-hmm. Kind of go away from it for a while, but it, that's something that's just in my blood because it's we've listened to that shit forever. Yeah, you know, so I don't think it would ever go away. And whenever I hear someone doing it good, mm-hmm. like I'm still you know, they're with it, but... I mean, I just don't search for it anymore, but if you put it on right now, yeah. I'd start two-stepping with you. So right. it's, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I still or love it. Or you go to it. a good hardcore show, and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, I should listen to this yeah. more. Yeah. Yep, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, just live, yeah. but... You're right, you're right. Yeah, but, like, as far as, like, as the cast went on, I mean, for, for me, it's just, like, the road of death metal and black metal yeah. overtaking... Like, metalcore really isn't a, a, thing a genre that I really... Unless it's going to be a throwback from, like, nostalgia. Dude, I saying. love nostalgia. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. But, like, like the new stuff. As I'm dying, stuff all like the I old can't. shit. Yeah, but... Yeah. I mean, is metalcore even a thing anymore? I feel like it's... Sure it is, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I just feel like they've gotten a but little bit more like than... It used to be, though. Well, yeah, that's what I'm arguing. Yeah. Like, it's it's more like you're either... You still have your like heavy death hitters or, that but, are putting yeah. out good stuff like mm-hmm. zayo put out an album this year it's like really good really oh yeah okay but like yeah I, and that's the thing i'll like kind of check or like august burns redhead went out wasn't mm-hmm. bad at all you know see yeah you're right i haven't i mean i saw it and didn't even right didn't it's even, just not on my radar and yeah. like deathcore especially like yeah, oh yeah no, I, I feel like that really had its anymore. moment and I don't know if it's I probably it's wouldn't not be even good nostalgia. now like there's a couple no, there's i can not. count Dude, like, you, i want to listen last time to you listen to the like a job for a cowboy album yeah, see, like that's well, the Sun Eater like, is like. Well, oh, I well, guess, that's different. Well, okay, okay, you're Literally right. Literally, the that first EP was Deathcore, and then that was it. Yeah, and that's the ones even like fun. Like, see, but there's I, a, there's only a I can count on my fingers how many Deathcore albums I'll ever listen to ever again. Yeah, like, because you know, once you find death metal, yeah, like, well, you know, yeah, exactly why would you? you go yeah, back you're exactly 100. percent And if you do, you? fine on you. Like it's just. Oh yeah, there's no. Don't get us wrong. We love it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's yeah. just once 
the ear finds something more mm-hmm. pleasing. It doesn't want to. Go I can back. honestly say I probably my metalcore days are probably done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's nostalgic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh no, I love going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I guess I didn't think of his question in terms of like the specific genres because, like, at the end of the day, well, it's yeah, always yeah. just been metal heavy. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, no, I know. I was kind of thinking like. Like, I don't know, maybe, was he How? asking outside of metal, though? Or was he just, just no, in general? I, I think just he just meant, like, metal. metal. Okay, okay. But I'm all over the place. Like, obviously, melodic death metal is going to be my thing always. Uh, it's like, always I, been. And I, yeah. I get in those deep ruts of death metal. And I'm all I'm starting to go in the black metal side, which I never really fully dove mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. But I'm always going to go back to melodic death That's just my thing. Like, that will never change for me. Which, for me, that did change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's always in my heart. Like, yeah. especially the early stuff. And if... You do it right, I'm still on board because there's always something about like good melody. Mm-hmm. I feel like we all have that. Yes. Well, if there is a good melody, like yep. we latch on to it. Yeah, of course. I'm down for that. There's but... nothing that can beat that in a song. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I hear you, you could that. even take the greatest black metal riff, as much as I love that shit. If there's a, that little bit of melody, it's just going to be more pleasing to me mm-hmm. and I'm going to want to fucking flock to it. So, yeah, I hear you. There. I mean, yeah. I don't just, know. I feel like so before I don't I feel like I never listened to any black metal. Mm-hmm. The cast gave me black metal yeah. and I would say in terms of like genres that I actively try to find new music for, black metal is at the top. I mean, really? like, that's because, my thing for you. Yeah, yeah, it was like, always like very tech death heavy for yeah, the first it was very tech death 3 years. Heavy. Yeah, yeah, for you're exactly yeah, you're exactly now right. Now it's the, like quality but a lot of black that tech metal. death though that I was trying to look for had melody inside of it. Mm-hmm, so I was right. trying to find that technical shredding that wasn't just about running up and down the fretboard, but had, you know, melody behind it. Doing so it and right. at the end of the day, I was always just looking for melodic music, but I wanted it to be a little bit more sophisticated than some of the finished stuff that I was mm-hmm. listening to at the time. Yeah. I wanted like that next step up. Melt my face off, but do it beautifully. Don't just pulverize me. But are you, I do still so, look for that? I mean, yes and no. I, mean, I, mean, I haven't I, heard you bring... When's the last no, time you're going to bring something a, up? It's been a while. I mean, not necessarily because, I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, I don't really do that because I feel like I can get that technical shit from the black metal now. I mean, a lot of the time it's not as you know technical as some like of that speed. melodic. But yeah, you get the speed. You're always like, when, give me yeah, something with speed. Exactly. So you get the speed with the black metal, and then when they do solo, it's fucking awesome. If they do anything outside of just the regular, you know, black metal motif, it's usually very, very, very fucking tasteful. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like I just get my shit from there now. So I mean, there's a new Inferi album. I'll definitely listen to it. Am I like yeah. amped about it? Like you used not, to be. Yeah, not like I used to be, just because there's other shit. I mean, yeah, yeah there's. I, I mean, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of like the melodic, um, or I'm sorry, the some of the atmospheric black metal has so much melody inside mm-hmm. of it. It's yeah. just, and then it'll be fast, it'll be slow. I mean, it's just fucking, but it just it's it's the perfect genre. Yeah, most t- most days it's the perfect genre. Yeah, the other thing I just thought of is like maybe less genre specific, but like stuff that sounds more like natural mm-hmm. or organic. Like I really, am, I don't want to sound like an elitist or anything like that, but like. Anything that's too clean, I find myself like, I don't like it as much. Like, I don't need it to be like fucking raw as hell, Mm -hmm. but it just, I like stuff that sounds a little bit more organic. Like maybe you didn't just copy and paste it, copy and paste it. It's either played straight through or it's, or it's a analog or it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, I'm so much more just getting away from that. Like, I guess for anything where it's just like compressed Mm -hmm. and like, you know what I mean? I don't want that. I don't, my ear is like not for that anymore. I'd rather it sound like there could be some mistakes. There could be, you know, whatever. Just a little more raw. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say dirty because it doesn't have to be dirty. It just has to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like a little more organic. 
No, I get it, and that's part that's of the appeal to the of the black metal is the, the the production is always for some odd fucking reason amazing, whether or not it's overdone or raw or just the way that they do it with the stupid filter, it always just sounds fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of I mean, for me lately, it's been a lot of black metal, a lot of death metal, and then a lot of like trying to find like some folk shit that incorporates mm. a lot of the melodic shit. Mm-hmm. So like trying to find, you know, some Finnish stuff, some stuff from Sweden, mm-hmm. Nor- Norway. But, you know, like there's, it's getting to a point that we're like, I can't do too much folk anymore. Yeah. So like it has to teeter on, you know, that melodic folk line, but be more on mm-hmm. the melodic heavier side of it than being all folk. So, yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I feel like we've matured for sure. One hundred and ten percent. If you listen to the, first, just a whole it's, different. Yeah, it's cast. I mean, you know what I mean. But at the same time, bands, you know, genres. Yeah, I don't branch out as much though. Oh. Yeah, like in this in the start, I feel like it was like more amped to listen to different shit here and there. Okay. Now Narrowed it's kind of it like I'll look at what or listen to it for a couple seconds. And that's not me, and I walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I will say I've also settled down though. Like I'm kind of looking for the stuff I know what I'm gonna like. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like when we first started the cast. It opened up so many doors, and I was like, I need to find everything. Well, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, now yep. it's just like, give me some melodic death metal. Give me some caveman death metal. And mm-hmm. see, I'm actually finding myself going different now because I've been the last two years. I've been like, okay, what's doom? What's mm-hmm. funeral doom? Like those avenues. Yeah. And like liking it now, I'm like consider myself like a fan of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, dude, five years ago, there's no way. Like I wouldn't have wanted to hear any of that stuff. Yeah. Whereas now, like I am a big fan of like I don't. My knowledge on that is like you know death metal is my knowledge base. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would love. I need. I I always want to spend more time with black metal as much as I love it. You know, I don't consider myself a black metal expert. You know, I like yeah. what I like and just give me more of it. Funeral, death, you know, uh, doom, stuff like that. Like, I really love all that shit. And even like trad metal. Like I want more good stuff like that. Like Crip Sermon and Chemist and Spirit of Drift stuff. People, bands who are like taking that shit and like, you know, Evolve, not just playing. Yeah, going to the next level with Not that. just doing Iron yeah. Maiden Judas Priest, but like taking mm-hmm. it and doing something different with it. Like I found myself like really coming back to that shit, you know, like. Now, I don't want to say my roots because like, it wasn't always my roots, but just like stuff that you heard growing up, like big, heavy riffs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I feel like I want more of that stuff now, too. So I don't know. It's just I feel like you're always finding something different to go down. For me, like death metal is never going to leave, probably. Yeah, Black metal is probably never going to leave. Nope. Mm-hmm. I can't see it happening. Yeah. But uh, just like finding those other little things, too, you know. So I know that wasn't the topic of or it wasn't the main reason why he was asking. But what proportion of your music is metal and what proportion of the music that you listen to is outside of the metal world? I listen to, I do listen to a fair share of pop punk. Do you? Okay. Yes, I do. I, and I've been this past year. I've been getting I think I'm almost once say tired's a bad word, but I'm also I, I'm I need like some kind of deviation from metal because I went for like years of nothing. Yeah, you know, so I take them off sometimes. I need a break, like, and so I've been yeah. listening to a lot of pop punk and skate punk, like mm. Pennywise and Millen Collin, and like, mm-hmm. oh, I love that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. besides punk, nothing. No. Like, no, no country, no pop no I'm like probably like 60 40 to be honest really like okay. like the like the newer old school country mm. like for people who don't know you're just not going to get that yeah. but it's the same thing with like old school death metal people like tyler shellers and Sergio simpson whatever culture wall like all that stuff 
takes up a lot. I like on weekends or when I'm with family. See, like, well, you know, I don't yeah. have time. People who I don't, don't have like time metal to keep up on my metal. Like how would I keep yeah. up on something else? I, I'm just like at the end of the day, I'm like a music fan. It just happens to be that metal is always number one. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you give me something 100%. good, yeah. dude, it could be jazz. It could be fucking pop. I'm not. It could be a pop song. Sometimes my wife will show me something. I'm like, that's pretty good. Like, yeah, there's a couple you know songs saying? here or there. Yeah, that'll come it's on rare. the wife's radio. Play. Yeah, it's rare, but I'm like, that's not actually that bad. <laughs> if it's so, good, it's good. Like, yeah, I just like you're good right. Music. I'm, I agree with you. I'm a musician too. It's just about loving the music. Yeah. So I wouldn't say my splits is far as 60 40, but I completely agree. There's situational events where I can't have metal on. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I, do I think listen, that's what it comes down to yeah, who you're around. You're exactly right. I mean, I listen to else. a lot of jazz if I'm, you know, doing stupid shit in the kitchen or whatever and, mm-hmm. you know, family's around. Yeah. Um, I mean, see, that's when I put my punk on. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I still have drum and bass. I listen right. to that all the time. I mean, I yeah, uh, I've gone. I see. I would classify all that shit as just nostalgia. So yeah. I'll go back and listen. You know, yeah. I mean, well, fucking yeah. starting line. I was sending you guys. Yeah. You know, I was singing <laughs> the best of punk. me. Yeah, just pop punk. I mean, yeah, it's it's going down all that. Yeah, like I don't actively look for new shit. No, no, but I, I will no. go and listen to all the nostalgia just randomly for no reason. Mm-hmm. I'm just like you know, you like Stan said. You need to take it off sometimes. Just break just, it up a little oh, bit. Yeah. Just put something else on. So synthwave for me, love that shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Anything yeah. 80s synthwave that takes up a lot of my listening too. But yeah, it's still it, yeah, metal's still 70 percent of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's so many types of it. Like if I even if I want a mellower metal album, you might find you might put on, put on something well, more that's, like yeah, doomy well, that's a, or mm-hmm. traditional or you know it what I mean. Hit all the boxes. Yeah, they, yep. you really can. If you, you want to, hundred percent, yeah. But yeah, dude, it just depends on the day. But I know, yeah, I maybe mean, another five years, we'll see. I got a question for you yeah. guys. Yeah, where would you be if it wasn't for this cast musically? <laughs> Fucked. <laughs> I don't know because I wouldn't be probably seeking out as much. Mm-hmm. I probably would stick with a lot of the shit. I oh, I shouldn't say that. I'm always looking for new shit. I don't know. I just I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I really don't know. When we started the cast, I was like off everywhere. Yeah. So fuck, I. I I mean, I feel like, not, so when we first started doing it, like Stan said, it was a big funnel. We're trying to get as much shit mm-hmm. as we could in. I feel like we're now at the point where we were when we first started doing the cast with the other genres that we used to listen mm-hmm. to. Where it's a little bit more selective now. We know what we like, mm-hmm. but our our catalog and our knowledge has grown you know, exponentially from when we first started. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we're kind of back in the same spot that we were with just a bigger knowledge base now because we're not you know because no i mean you jason does more of like the hunting i mean i'll maybe do i mean on the average maybe two two hours a week maybe just looking for new metal Mm -hmm, what about mm -hmm. you stan i spend a good amount of time trying to find stuff but like like as much as but like before though dude i would seriously hours Mm. fucking hours a week try i would download hundreds of albums listen to you know like little bits of it to try to figure out what was good what wasn't good now i'll just go to the band camp randomly click on a song if it doesn't sound right to me i'm on to the next one so it's just like i feel like before i don't know like checking all the promos that we would get listening to every single promo like going through and being like is this good is this good like now it's like i don't fucking there's so much i'm getting really tired of finding stuff though too like i also kind of spring it to me like well, that's exactly <laughs> thank you thank you it's all about the, the group that's a now. good thing it's about like, the like patreon yeah I always post like I know well, if we didn't have our patreon group facebook group i would just i would have to seek out more but those well, motherfuckers right. find you're right every, every good every... album and respect to everyone in that group because yeah i just wish list everything that looks half good, the time i don't even have it like it's like i'm gonna sit down to look at it and then i'm like oh fuck i i saw that they already had it two weeks ago why didn't i just go to the group mm-hmm. and look there first so yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, man. I don't know where I'd be if well, we didn't start the cast. But I know, I mean, metal will, it would have never left. You know what I mean? No, no absolutely. I think it, I probably, I don't, I do, I don't know. It's just, a, I guess it's the community too. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have that community going to concerts or yeah. whatever. It wasn't like we were always meeting up with the same people. I mean, think about our friends who used to listen to metal, who don't really listen yeah, to it that much anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's really just us three. I mean, you guys have been our extended family and co-hosts on this show by giving us a lot sure, of the absolutely. shit. So, I mean, a lot of our stuff comes from our from, Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> Most from, of our stuff yeah. comes yeah. from... Sometimes reading a magazine or a blog. Yeah. You know, I just, yeah. you know, who knows? But yep. yeah, I guess that's where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Long way from where we started. Yeah, <laughs> very long way. <laughs> yep. I will say the negative part of this, though, is right behind you. <laughs> it, it was really easy to keep up on your metalcore and hardcore. But when you open up so many branches of metal, you have to get every. <laughs> oh, man. And it's. It's so beautiful. Deep pockets. <laughs> Deep pockets. Hey, this is a stimulus money. It's investment, right? You can sell this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if any other assholes out there want to buy a bunch of CDs? These are the doubles. Those, I think, are the ones I'm selling. I'll take that. One. I'll take that <laughs> one. I'll take that one. That's such a good fucking album. I know it's not this actual CD. It's a promo, so I can't. It's not good enough. <laughs> what do you mean it's a promo? I mean it's not good enough. How is that not good enough? It's a fucking promo. Are you kidding yeah. me? I always loved it. I always loved it. Holding just fucking the head up in the air. Well, interview. Like I said, you want to get weird and spiritual? Listen to it. Listen to the album. It's another fucking album I listened to not too long ago. <laughs> they just put out a new one. Yeah, I know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, interview. It's going to be balling. <laughs> Who is that with again? <laughs> Aaron, Wolves in the Throne Room. See, this is why we don't do them together anymore, because it's just too fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Especially here, you got this museum behind you to just pull <laughs> random artifacts off of and look at. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'll stop interrupting. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Patreon. And over there, we recorded this whole episode video, so I'm gonna. there's going to be snippets up on there. Yep, We're yep, doing yep, another yep, video yep. episode right after this mm-hmm. for just Patreons only. Yeah, social medias. Uh, join us on Discord. Come to the fucking... Instagram thing. Look out for another interview. I guess I'll just say it. No surprises. Yeah. Uh, they got Zach from Outer Heaven. Nice. We did a nice hour long, just kind of deep dive kind of shit. And Holy they just put out. Shit. It was before they put out that fucking little uh, EP. Yeah. You didn't even mention that. That son of a bitch. Hmm. The son of a bitch. Didn't, yeah, it was like a me surprise. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, talked a lot about their new album. Okay. So keep an eye. I'll probably, I'll probably post that one on its own. So uh, yeah, I think that's it though. Yeah. It's time for us to record a bonus episode. So if you want to see that shit, join up. On yep. the Patreon. Well, I'm staying the man. I'm Evil J. And I'm Shadi. We love you. Stay metal.
Hey, Aaron. Hey, what's up, Jason? Oh, not much. How about you? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm just uh, chilling out in the forest, back behind our studio. I'm drinking some water. I'm looking at a tree. Nice. That sounds like a good day. Yeah, it's pretty pretty hot here. We'll have some hot weather the next couple of days, so I'm going to finish up some work in the studio and then uh, probably go jump in the water somewhere. Yeah, well, that's, that sounds awesome. It's like 100 degrees here and humid, and uh, you know it gets pretty humid here. So I, I was just actually out mountain biking, listening to the new album, and uh, trying to try and enjoy some nature too. So nice, man. Yeah, mountain biking. That's something I never got into. I like um, trail running. But uh, I've always kind of thought about getting on a bike sometime. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like it. I like all of it. I like running. I like mountain biking. I just kind of like to mix it up. But yeah, man, I, you know, I, I, I threw on uh, your new album too, you know, while I was riding today. And uh, I don't know if it was if it was the riding I was doing or what. I've listened to it a few times now, but it felt like uh, a little more grand, like uh sweeping you know, like bigger i don't know you know like i said i was riding i was going fast you know maybe that was part of it but you know was that was that something you wanted to do or is that just me making that up no yeah we wanted this record to be more epic and in its scale uh, maybe i don't know some people might use the word cinematic but that's not really the way i look at it it's more about reflecting the the larger scale um up in the mountains like the previous record thrice woven was very much about you know, like actually this forest I'm sitting in right now, it's the cedar forest behind our studio. Like it's our hearth and our home and our headquarters and like our, um, you know, the, it's our childhood forest. It's where we grew up and have been hanging out here in the same patch of thousand acres of forest for 40 years or so. But the new record, way more oriented towards the mountains. And um, yeah, as you probably know, when you're out in the mountains, it's a very different feeling. Yeah. Um, the air, the air is, feels different. The water tastes different. The sky is different and there's, um, a magic there. And I, I feel it in the music and, um, it sounds like you might hear a bit of that as well, which is cool. Yeah. Honestly, that amazes me that you're saying that because that's, I mean, that's exactly the feel. I mean, I'm, I'm very much into the mountains and the past I'm trying to think now. I guess it'd be the past seven, eight year, eight years maybe. My wife and I, we try and do you know at least one trip out west somewhere, um, hiking. You know, just the mountains. We did it once, and ever since, it's like something that uh, I don't know. It calls it calls us back every time, and uh, and I think that's why I was really, really loving this one. You know, maybe even more so than the last one. Just just that feeling that it did bring. Like it's. It definitely, it definitely gave me that. That's really cool. I'm really, it's really cool to hear you say that. Yeah, it was really intentional. Like, yeah, we we knew we wanted to make a record that was about the mountains, and was channeling the spirit of the mountains. I heard this thing from a friend a long time ago. Her theory is that before white settlers came to this area, um, the spirits were everywhere. They were in the forests. They were in the waters. They were in the stones. And the Salish people, all the indigenous people in North America were in connection and communion with these spirits just as a fact of life. I think this is an ancient human way that is not tied to any culture. It's just an older way of being. Um, but when white settlers came and the forests were mostly destroyed, the spirits went up into the mountains and uh, that's where they still are. And I think that's part of 
the uh, magic that you feel in the mountains is that that's still where there's a lot of wild energy and there's a lot of powerful spirits there that um, you can feel and connect with in whatever way you want to, whether it's just a feeling you get in your heart or whether it's a more, I don't know, psychic or um, magical connection. It's a, just a, you know, up each, up each individual person to find their own path to connection. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I know, I mean, I can definitely identify with that feeling that you get, you know, when you are up there. I mean, that's one of my favorite things is, is getting on getting as high up or on top of a mountain, you know, as you can and, and feeling those things. I mean, it's, I, I don't know if I can tap into it. Like you're saying some of those things there, that's, that's, that's deep and that's super, super interesting. But, um, I mean, I, I can, I can feel a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think everyone feels it. If you're a human being, if you have the commitment to get up high, cause it's hard, as you know, it's mm. a, it's an ordeal. Um, yeah, I don't think the name for it is important necessarily or, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a deeply personal thing. Yeah, no, I like that. And so I'm guessing that's kind of the, you've got, obviously the, the song's called Mountain Magic, right? And, yeah, it's the first track on the record. Yeah, right, right. So I'm guessing that's kind of what you're speaking to maybe a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Just sort of like setting the tone for the record, letting everyone know that this is a different sound, a different energy that this record is going to be working with than the, the previous uh, album and, and all of the albums that we've done before. Yeah, right, right. So when did all that, uh, I mean, because I know you, I mean, we're talking about nature, we're talking about mountains. You know, you mentioned you've you've been living in that, where you are now in this, in, you know, huge forest and for, was it your whole life? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, funny thing is I was born in Kansas, Topeka, mm. 1977 in the summertime, but uh, moved to um, the Pacific Northwest when I was two. Okay. And uh, so, you know, I'm a, a Cascadia is my home. Nathan was born here. He was born in Portland, Oregon. And uh, actually, my earliest childhood memory was the eruption of Mount St. Helens, which was in wow. 1979, I believe. So it would have been just, just two years old. But I have really strong memories of it. I remember we just moved into a new house in Olympia. And my dad was, he was painting something or like putting some caulk around the door or something like that. And, um, a big ash cloud came through I mean, there was ash on everything and the ash got into the paint. Wow. I just remember that really strongly. So maybe that was my welcome to the, to the Northwest. <laughs> yeah. And we've lived in, you know, I've lived around different places over the years, but I've always come back to Olympia and the place where our studio is now is really close to where I grew up. And it's this stretch of forest that's actually um, in a trust that's owned by the local university, um, Evergreen State College. And it's about a thousand acres or so of second growth forest, predominantly western red cedar. I'm just looking at it right now. I can barely see anything but cedar from this particular spot. There's a few Douglas fir and hemlock mixed in, as one would expect in a lowland Cascadian forest. And um, I mean, it's a super important relationship the relationship I have with this forest because um, when I was a kid, the forest was, I don't know, maybe 60 or 70 years old. It was clear cut around at the turn of the century. All the big stumps are still here. You know, they're decomposed, mm-hmm. but they're still um, present as entities. And so when I was a kid, this was kind of like, you know, a scrubby second growth forest. But in the past five years or so, it really has coalesced into a young but mature Cascadian rainforest. Um, I right. first noticed it 
it was about five years ago when I heard Ravens for the first time. Because growing up as a kid, I never heard Ravens. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, the forest became mature enough. There was the plants and the, the ecosystem was here and it was starting to welcome back the creatures and the plants that have been here since the last ice age. And um, oh, there's one right now. There's a chipmunk <laughs> shattering at me. They're always here though. Yeah. So, I mean, has that always been just a big part of you, you know, nature, being outside and, and that sort of lifestyle? Or, or was that something that you, you know, got more into as you got older? Well, it's, yeah, it's always been there. Um, but I think that my relationship has definitely deepened to it. As I've gotten older and been able to um, quiet my ego mind a bit through whatever, you know, meditation practice, but also just getting older, I think that Mm. You have the opportunity to still your ego a bit and uh, clear your mind of a lot of the cultural programming or just wrong ways of thinking that, unfortunately, in our culture, we get um, indoctrinated with. And as those layers of, I think, false culture or religious conditioning or political conditioning fall away, what is left? It's me as a human being and then here is the earth that's always been there the whole time so it's almost as if this relationship with the forest and with the earth has always been there but i've been polishing away the grit and the grime that's been obscuring the the radiance of the the truth for all these years Um, yeah and yeah it's it feels good now like you know i just turned 44 and it's just now starting to feel good like enough of the cultural trauma that we we all deal with in our ways both culturally and as individuals i've moved through enough of that to begin to just be able to be and be present with the natural world or with other people even and um actually be there actually be present with my heart rather than just uh you know mm-hmm. this uh complex of ego structures and um posturing yeah that's uh it's interesting i feel like i'm on i don't know maybe like a similar kind of path as far as i've always been drawn to outdoors i remember when i was young i mean i would be outside making tree forts and things like that when my brother would want to be you know playing video games or whatever like that and uh but it's just gotten it's gotten for me a lot deeper as i get older i mean i'm 33 you know obviously a little younger here but um you know, the past couple of years, it's like I find myself, I just spend more and more time as much as possible outside. I mean, my, a lot of my friends think I'm, you know, getting weird. I've been getting into like foraging, you know, that was something that's just been a new thing of mine that kind of helps. It just makes me feel, it makes me feel more connected, you know, um, to nature and to, uh, you know, something old, like an older tradition. And, uh, you know, also just being able to have you know, things that are, you know, you're finding in the wild that are nutritious and, and, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of my f- friends, family that kind of laugh at that, but, you know, it's just like, I keep going deeper, deeper, deeper down that road. And, uh, I don't know. It's like, I always feel like it just does something more for me every time I, the more time I spend doing those kind of things. Yeah. It's a, it's a reciprocal relationship. Yeah. The, the, the spirits of nature, I think slowly reveal themselves to the degree that you give something in return, whether that's just your attention or your love or your, um, the energy of your heart, you know, nature is not a resource to be extracted from. That's, that's the modern Western 
paradigm, and that's what's obviously going to be the death of all of us, that viewpoint. Um, and so, yeah, things like foraging or um, making herbal medicine, having practices of meditation in nature, I think these are all ways to begin to uh, generate new ways, good ways of relationship with the earth that are necessary, I think, for um, mm-hmm. human survival and for the flourishing of life on the planet. There's, of course, a narrative right now that everything is moving towards um, a fiery hell. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a good deal of evidence to indicate that. But I don't actually spend a lot of time um, concerned with those sort of um, apocalyptic narratives. I find it far more gratifying and I think ultimately useful to um, focus my energy on just, just the things we're discussing coming to nature with an attitude of not penitence necessarily, um, not asking to be forgiven, but coming with an open heart and listening. And that's really what our music is. For me, it's the sound, it's the vibration of the earth, and not just the entire earth, but of our particular place, of our Cascadian bioregion that is our home and our inspiration. It has an energetic frequency and a song. It has like a, it's like the... The, the, the voice that I hear, the pulsation of energy that I experience is like the skin of a drum oscillating and it has a uh, message to it. And um, I strive to move that message through me, through my craftsmanship or through my music into the music that comes, that appears as Wolves in the Throne Room. Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. I mean, so when you're talking about, and I've heard, I've heard you or read, read about you mentioning that in the past, you know, just tapping into those kind of energies and, you know, your, your environment to create this music, which is what I think makes you guys a special band. But, um, it's still to, so I guess, how do you do that though? Is that, you know, how do you, how do you take that inspiration and those, and those feelings and those, you know, that, all that stuff that you're gathering, you know, from nature. How do you take that, though, and then, you know, move that more into music? A lot of it comes through dream work, actually. You know, you asked what I was into when I was a kid. Yeah, I was definitely into hanging out in the forest, but I was also really into um, mythology and magic and uh, the history of different cultures, specifically about how they interacted with the spiritual world. And I think what the first person that I really was able to learn from was Joseph Campbell, the comparative mythology professor. Are you familiar with Joseph Campbell? Only by name. Yeah. So when I was a kid, he would actually have a special, a, uh, a mini series on PBS, the TV station with Bill Moyers called the power of myth. And, um, this was something that I saw at just the right age. Maybe I was 10 or 11 and, um, it opened up my mind in a really, beautiful way that I'm still there. Like it's still like it planted a seed that it's still opening up. And so Campbell studies world mythology. He's also a Jungian. He's coming from the, a Jungian point of view. So looking at uh, dreams, your dreams that you experience in sleep as a source of wisdom and knowledge. And um, maybe one perspective is they're coded messages coming from your unconscious mind or perhaps even coming from a transpersonal awareness, maybe from the earth itself. And so for me, a lot of the specific imagery 
in the music or lyrics or song ideas or sounds or ways the music feels or the way I put it mixed together comes through information that I receive in dreams. Um, mm. And that's been a practice that I've been developing for a long time, just making those, because a lot of people don't remember their dreams. I didn't used to either. But um, right. there's a lot of things you can do to um, let your dreams linger long enough in that liminal space between sleep and waking to, you know, hook something and uh, bring it into the, the, the waking life. Have you ever used things like psychedelics, you know, anything like that to tap into some of that natural energy? Just some, I, I never have, so I, I can't speak on that too good. Just some of the stuff of what you're saying sounds like similar to what I've heard, you know, kind of around that, some of those experiences. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I haven't, I've never been a much of a psychedelic user. I've only had maybe one pretty intense and deep mushroom journey, maybe about 10, 12 years ago. But um, I do believe that that single experience changed me permanently mm. and opened me up. I think that before that experience, my heart was really closed and there were just parts of myself feelings emotions sensations i mean there was so much that was hidden and i believe would have remained hidden unless i'd been cracked open with that psychedelic experience and it's not something i necessarily recommend uh because it's it's you know it's going to change it'll change your life i think and there's other ways to do the work. There's other ways to open up and um, do, you know, your life's work, your soul work, whatever that might be. But certainly, I think psychedelics are a wonderful tool if you're called to it and if it's the, mm -hmm. you know, if it's what is right for you in your life. And that's, of course, a personal decision. And that's true for Nathan and Cody, too. Like, um, yeah, we've all had experiences with psychedelics and it's been, I think, crucial in opening us up to be able to perceive different layers of reality. I know for mm -hmm. sure when I was a kid, I couldn't, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see or feel the world of spirit. And now I can, now I can't, I'm there. Like I can, of course, live in the normal world like anyone else, pay my bills and to be with my family. But I'm also able to be aware of the subtle energy in my body, which is the energy you work with through yoga or Qigong or meditation and the energy that's in the world. But I, it's also something that I, d I don't feel like I need anymore. I, it was a mm -hmm. very useful medicine in a certain time in my life. But there's a uh, quote I like, I think it was even from Timothy Leary, maybe from Terrence McKenna, that uh, with psychedelics, uh, once you get the message, it's good to hang up the phone. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I've, I've been very, you know, just, I've just been very curious about it just because of some of those I guess, ways to, t to tap into nature, you know, hearing about, you know, how you feel, you feel that connection even stronger, or you feel that like vibration of, you know, everything feels like you are fully connected. And, uh, you know, that's also interesting. What you're saying, though, is, you know, just kind of finding other ways to, to get there. So I don't know, but I, I do, I do kind of feel, I, you know, whether I'm kind of being called that way or not, I, I definitely feel intrigued by all, by that, you know, by that kind of experience and just to be able to have that, you know, have that experience. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I'm so grateful for it. I've also got like a pretty good community around me of people that have used psychedelics in a kind of intentional way. Um, like one of my mentors was an old, old hippie guy. You know, he was a part of that generation in the seventies that was really starting to tune in. 
rejecting the war machine of the Vietnam War and the whatever, just consumer capitalist culture and uh, creating very radical alternatives. And I've got a few mentors like that who went down this path in previous generations. And that's something that I really value is to um, find elders, just people who have wisdom, people who have um, been down these paths before and can provide support and grounding and perspective. Because one thing I will say about the path of psychedelics or even just the path of magic, meditation, any of this kind of stuff, is that it's quite easy to get swept away, to have a very powerful experience, whether it's through meditation or breath work or a psychedelic trip, and all of a sudden you're a true believer, you know, uh, in the worst in the worst possible sense. Hmm. You know, it's it's like a pretty common scenario that someone will have these sort of life changing experiences and all of a sudden be shouting everyone, I am now the Jesus Christ and I've received a download from the Godhead and, you know, and it's this ego inflation sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, it's, a you know, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. And, uh, it's just understandable. I went through that and I was very lucky to have the support of friends who had already been through that sort of opening experience and elders too, that are fully grounded in the world of magic and the world of spirit and also the three-dimensional reality that we all share and being able to keep it balanced, grounded, safe, and uh, always keeping a sense of humor. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. That, that, that sounds right. Having someone that, that's done it before, that's been there, that can uh, help guide you a little bit. You know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. Do you think, this is something I've been thinking a lot about as far as, you know, we're talking a lot about nature and, you know, I... I I, I know some people who they don't, uh, they, they really don't spend any time outside. You know, their whole life is spent indoors, you know, and there's obviously people to different degrees of that, you know. Um, do you think that what we're talking about and the feelings that you can get from it, the, the, the benefits of nature, the, you know, being, all that stuff, do you think that is something that's in everybody or do you feel that certain people are, you know, I guess I don't know exactly the the words I want to explain this, but, you know, d- d- would trying to move someone like that who, who really just doesn't, they don't like nature, they don't like being outside, but maybe, because I guess my thought is, I feel like those, you get a lot of depression from from that kind of a situation. Like if you don't have nature or, you know, that connection in some way, I feel like you, you won't get to a certain level of, of happiness or whatever you want to call it. But that, I guess that's just the way I think about that. Now, maybe there's other ways to tap into all that. Um, but, but I guess, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, it's funny to think about because the community that I'm in, I mean, we're, we're all outside all the time. Like right. my, my son, like goes to an outdoor school and he doesn't like, you know, he, if it's pouring rain and freezing cold in December, and it's pitch black out, he's still outside in his rain gear, like playing outside. That's awesome. So like he never even learned the idea that on a cold rainy day, you should be inside. It's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, it's just raining right now, but we're outside. This is how we, this is how we live. This is what we do. And pretty much everyone in my community that I know is doing herb craft or they're hiking or mountaineering or um, just in the nature and in love with nature in love with the forest, in love with the plants and with the animals and with the, the, uh, the magic of it. And yes, 
I guess maybe in my peripheral awareness, I'm aware that it's in an urban environment, perhaps it's very easy to be, uh, in a hermetically sealed life where everything you touch is man-made. Um, gosh, I would have a hard time saying that that's a complete human life. And there's a bunch of levels to that. One is that just on the basis of pure biology, we evolved as an organism in wild nature. And yes, the human species is changing and evolving due to our modern lifestyle and due to technology. Um, but at the same time, we are wild human creatures. And it's hard to imagine being able to live a complete life without at least some uh, connection to the green earth. But at the same time, I wonder, I wonder if it's not possible to um, have a completely different existence. One that is yeah. completely mediated through technology, one that is completely man-made. It's almost like living in outer space, you know, it's almost like living on mm -hmm. another planet. Um, you know, I'm the kind of person who doesn't like to denigrate or make judgments about anything. But at the same time, I can say that would never work for me. And uh, the healing power of nature is it's just everything to me. And I, I wish that everyone had the, at least the opportunity to experience it um, because it can bring so much peace. Um, right. if, if someone is suffering with mental health issues, depression, I mean, there are things outside of the human world that can help us. There's plants, there's the ancestors, there's the spirits, there's the stories from old times. They can get inside of us and move out that psychic um, pain that is obscuring the, the natural flow of love and peace that is our birthright. Yeah, yeah, I... I... Yeah, I, I think I would, I can agree with a lot of that, of what you just said. Because like I said, it's just something that I find myself thinking about. And I don't know, you know, I want to jump to say that everyone is, if you don't have that exposure or that connection to me, I would think that you would be, you know, just kind of missing something that maybe you don't know you're missing. And that would help to, to fill that void or, or, or whatever. But like you said, I don't know, you know, maybe there's other ways of, of getting that, whether it's through your community or connections or, or whatever that could be. But you know, it's just, it's something I think about a lot when I am around people that are maybe di have different viewpoints than me with that, but you know, who, who really knows? But I also, can, what you were saying there too, with like, um, there's so, so many ways with getting something from nature, like we, like with medicine, I found that out. I had, I had gotten Lyme disease a little while back, a couple years ago and, uh, tried, you know, pharmaceutical medication, stuff like that, which just, it didn't work. And, uh, started following, uh, reading up on, on herbalist who had a lot of different methods for, using plants for, you know, as medicine. And, and that got me, you know, really interested in that because it really worked for me, you know, using those kind of plant medi medicines and, and reading about what each one does and all that kind of stuff. It really, uh, I think it added to that whole thing too. And it's just another part that's so, I don't know, it's a, it's, it's so, like you said, healing and, and it's just a fascinating part to me. Yeah. It's interesting. Like that's the thing about plant medicine is so interesting because I think if you were to talk to a doctor about your experience with improve healing or um, helping with the symptoms of your Lyme disease with herbal medicine, I think they'd say, well, that's just not possible. That's placebo effect. Um, mm -hmm. You know, let's see if we can replicate that in a, in a clinical trial. 
Um, and of course, it wouldn't work in a clinical trial. And so what I think that speaks to is that there's just another, there's another paradigm. Um, and I'm very gentle about talking about this because um, it's, it's something that you have to kind of slowly become aware of or feel into. But there's the scientific materialist paradigm that we're all in, that all that exists is what can be observed and quantified through scientific observation. And anything that cannot be observed or repeated in a uh, double-blind, clinically clinically controlled test or whatever, doesn't exist. It was just a fluke or it was a, it was a placebo effect, these sort of things. And I'm just not there. I mean, I used to be there. I used to be, when I was a younger person and more in my head, you know, just in my thinking mind exclusively, I was in that same materialistic paradigm. But then how do you explain the, um, you know, people's healing experiences with plants? Or how do you explain psychedelics? How do you explain synchronicity? How do you explain magic? How do you explain love? I think that, you know, the scientific paradigm is, is quite limited. And I do think that it is through nature, connection to nature, that mm, I think a deeper understanding of life and reality and consciousness has the potential to emerge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I agree 100%. Um, you know, was there, you know, as far as like your your musical journey goes, was there any bands or, or, or albums or things like that that spoke to you, you know, that kind of not did what you guys are doing, but maybe, you know, tapped into their own landscapes, regions, you know, that sort of thing, you know, that could have helped plant that seed or that just whatever, even if it didn't influence the band at all, but something that would drew you to a certain album or music? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I'll, I'll name two. The first of which would be, oh, let's pick one of the Norwegian black metal bands. Let's say Ulver. Um, mm. When I first heard Ulver, I was struck by the fact that when I closed my eyes, I could see and feel their landscape. I could see the fjords. I could feel the cold, dark winters. It evoked something very, very strong in my mind's eye and in my body. I could feel it. Um, and I realized that, oh, this is the feeling of that place. This is the feeling mm -hmm. of their mountains, their rivers, their fjords. And so that's an approach that we have taken in Wolves in the Throne Room. The feeling of Wolves in the Throne Room is the feeling of our rivers, our mountains, our forests. Um, another really important band for me is, uh, Neurosis. Do you know Neurosis? Yes. Yeah. So when I was, they were on the Through Silver and Blood tour, which would have been 94. I would have been 17 or maybe 18 years old. Um, there was a DIY punk venue in Olympia that Nathan and I both volunteered at. And Neurosis came through a Through Silver and Blood tour. And that was absolutely a, like a magical transmission because they were the first band I saw that was uh, for one intensely psychedelic. They were like vibrating with a magical liminal energy and to come into mm. their field at that time would change your consciousness just because what they were doing at the time was so powerful. And um, they were working with mythology. They were working with the realms of archetypes, the realms of spirit, the realms of um, ancient story, myth, images of gods, and when I saw them on that tour, it definitely planted a seed in me that, ah, this is, this is a way to approach music 
it's it's myth making it's working with dreams and bringing those dreams forth um this is this is the art that i can do as my artistic journey progresses yeah that's an, I, that's not one i would have thought of neurosis being as you know like i said something that over makes perfect sense with the landscape and the you know, like you said, that Nordic feel and all that kind of stuff, that makes complete sense. And I, I, now that you're saying it, that makes a lot of sense too about neurosis. I've never, I've never thought through it like that. And that's, that's pretty cool that that would have a, I can see how that would have an impact though. That, that's cool. Yeah. Well, on the previous album, um, Thrice Woven, I don't know if you heard that record, but Steve Von Till from Neurosis yeah. does the, that's him on The Old Ones Are With Us, which I think is the. Yeah, I was just, I was just talking to someone about that, and that's honestly probably one of my favorite parts of the album is the way that those lines of what he's saying there, and then the way that song just builds up, and it, it gets me like every time. I, I absolutely love that part. Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, like Steve, he, like he's an elder, right? He's like a wise dude. Like he's a wise old dude yeah. that's like been down it. Like he's he's been an artist his whole life. He um, has. He's had kids, he's suffered, he's experienced ecstasy, he's done it all. And um, he, through his art, is able to transmit his hard-won experience and wisdom to other people. And um, I mean, that's one of, I think, the, maybe the, one of the favorite things we've ever done is that song, because specifically of his blessing and his, um, that prayer that he creates in that song. Um, like, that's it's just so true like what he says in that song like that is it like that's what i want that's what i want to call forth into this reality mm-hmm. so simple and it's so old and it's something that i think just resonates so deeply in my heart as what i most deeply desire as my life um yeah because it's it's and it's not just for me i think that that old way will allow for life to continue on the planet earth which um, if we continue down the path of uh, consumer capitalism, I don't think things look too good, you know? Mm. Yeah, we got to get our shit together. Yeah, and like now, like literally, like right now, like, right now. like you know, I'm going to get <laughs> off the phone and I like do, like do the right thing, like do the thing yes. that's honorable and is in reverence and resonance with the wise ancestors. I mean, like in that song, like that, like that is it. Like that is the... Um, the um the pathway for me to uh yeah. to to be on the path of um honor and life yeah 100 percent. I, I just was listening to npr they were just talking about the new report about climate change and how we are we've got to make some some changes like right now like you said because uh if we don't things are, are going to get bad but uh you know like you said hopefully we hopefully we can but i mean i'll, I'll leave it there i don't want to take any more of your time i know you're you've got you got a lot going on and you want to get get in some of that water it's a hot day over there so uh, I really, I really appreciate the talk. I've wanted to, I've wanted to talk for a long time and, you know, I just, I really love what you guys do. And like I said, everything, everything behind the music, that's right. I was so excited to talk about all that, all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate all the insights, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. And um, yeah, all the best to you. Get out in those woods and eat those uh, mushrooms of whatever, yeah. whatever variety calls to you. I, that's, that's the plan. I, <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate it. Winter is dying. The sun is returning, the ice is receding, rivers are flowing, the ground 
See 